Five, four, three, two, one. Brian Sickler brought some Baltimore work ethic. I can't believe you got actual pieces of paper that you brought. Yeah, I. What uh, kind of comic are you? What are I, you prepared? I'm prepared, man. I'm prepared. <laughs> this is just shit to come back to. That Baltimore accent is so. And un- I have two very good friends. My good friend John Rollo <clears throat> and my good friend, excuse me, Ben O'Brien. Both from Baltimore. Both got that weird. Like if you don't know Joe that Baltimore, Rogan. yeah, that's it's it's a weird accent. It's it like is, what it's, is that? Hey Joe Rogan. Yeah. Hey Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's, it's, I love your podcast, Joe. It's a weird accent. It's so fucking weird. Uh, it's and people there like hardcore. They say shit like for sink. They'll say zinc kitchen zinc. What? Ambulance, the like kitchen zinc. I um, I didn't realize I had a southern accent until I moved here, and I still don't believe I have a southern accent. I'll give it a draw. I'll give it a draw. It is a southern accent. It's a draw. But it's, it's a different one. <laughs> it's not Alabama. That's no. Mississippi South. It's a friendly southern accent. Like it's not. It's not like man. I can't talk to this motherfucker. Right. But it's like, oh, where are you from? It's one of those. People are always surprised when I say Maryland. But when you get into pockets of, like, uh, Virginia, they've got a southern accent there. Even when you go into, like, Indiana, there's certain areas of Indiana that have a southern accent and other places that don't. Like, it's really weird about these little settlements, and they've just developed these accents that just stay there. I think Baltimore is one of the most misunderstood, though. (sighs) That's a weird one because it's a big city. I mean, Baltimore is a big city. They call it the big little city. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, how many people in Baltimore, if that, you had to guess? A couple million? I'd say that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. a fucking city. It's a big city. Bigger than San Diego, right? Yes, yeah. But it's got and its older. Own, yeah. It's got history, you know. That's the Lot. thing. A lot of history. But the, that weird-ass accent, that if you don't know anybody from Baltimore, you don't know that accent. I t- my buddy owns a junkyard in the city, and uh, I took Jay back when we were on tour. I was like, you got to come meet him, see this junkyard and shit, and... You know, people drop, he's like, oh, we're doing everything. And he's like, did you just put a K on the end of that right there? (laughs) (laughs) Everything? Everything, yeah. You guys don't know anything you're doing over there. And he's and also, for for years, I said Washington, D.C., washer and dryer, (laughs) because everyone there says it. Right. And one day somebody said, wait, what'd you say? I said, put it in the washer. And they're like, spell washer. W-A-S-H-E-R. Like, there's no R in that. And I was like, huh? And I started saying it to myself. I'm like, oh, my God. I do fucking say Washington and Washer. So I trained myself to get out of that. But anytime I see something political on TV, if I hear someone say, we're in Washington, then I'm like, oh, you're in that. You're from that area. Yeah. The same way with the days of the week. I was telling you, Monday, Tuesday, we do our uh, podcast Crab Feast comes out every Tuesday and I listen to announcers like Phil Sims. he's like well they were working out on Monday and I'm like yeah you're from probably from that area <laughs> that's how I pick up little shit like that yeah well I grew up in Boston that's an obvious accent everybody knows that accent but you don't have it I got rid of it oh so you did I have shook it, it loose <laughs> Set yeah. that shit adrift. But if you hear me from like two that well like early before pre 2000 I had it you know, I just, I, I heard it too much. I heard it in my own voice. I was like, ew. And then I got rid of it. First time I heard it, I was 19. I did this thing. I was on local television at 19. And I heard my vo- my accent. I was like, what in the fuck is that sound coming out of my mouth? I got to correct that. Do you ever slip into it? If I'm hammered. If I'm hammered and I'm around Boston people. Yeah. It'll come out a little bit. But just to touch. Just to touch. Otherwise, it would be fake. 
mine comes out more like I'll go home for the a week in the summer and I just by midweek I'm t- just talking way home. oh yeah I'm home. home I'm home on the phone right now <laughs> that's another one dropping an N on the end of now we're gonna come over right now now like, what <laughs> you swallow your L's you say uh, let me get a salad and uh, Billy Billy what do you want to have he's gonna have a salad too he's out in the alley right now like there's no L. There's no L. How weird is that? There's no L. People, some people, I say Baltimore with a D. I put a touch of a D on it. Bald. Baltimore. Baltimore. Versus Baltimore. Like but Baltimore. Right. But. Baltimore. I bet your friends probably say Balmer. That's how, Baltimore. like, a, a hardcore, like, when you ask, you know, out here you can ask anyone where you're from. When you ask somebody back there, they're like, they don't even say, like, another area of Maryland. They just go, here. You know, I haven't left here, this fucking block right here. Like, what are you talking about? This is where I'm from, like, for this fucking house right here. Yeah, man, there's something about me that envies people that are just, like, super locals. They just say, fuck it, this is my spot. That's another great name, super locals. Yeah, yeah man. That's the truth. There's people that are like that, right? Yep. They just, like, this is where I fucking live. This is my live. bar, I'm yeah. like, Denver, Colorado, yep. every place else can go fuck off. <laughs> There's people like that. I mean, it's like there's something to that, right? You you know that spot, and you're like, I get it. I get the rest of the country. Good good luck. Good luck with yep. all that. You know? If you didn't live here chasing those Hollywood dreams, yeah. where would you be? In a perfect world, I'd probably have a house right on the Wye River in Maryland. Ooh, yeah. uh, salt water. I'd have four-wheelers. Oh. I'd uh, throw some traps out in the water on Monday. Oh, crab traps! Yeah, bro. And by yes. s- now, here's the this is how you say the day Saturday, and by Saturday, Saturday, by Saturday, we'll have a fucking crab feast. Goddamn right. Hence the podcast. That's name. right. <laughs> and every week, I would have my own. I'd just throw them out there because I. That's one thing I really miss about Maryland. Like the sushi out here is phenomenal. But the seafood there is different. We yeah. could go to a, yeah. a we could go to a dive bar right now and have a plate, a bucket of rocks, like little pony rolling rocks, and a plate of mussels marinara that will blow any fucking restaurant out here out in a di- in a dive blues bar. I miss the readiness of and availability of delicious seafood mm. everywhere I go. That's interesting. Yeah, there's not a lot of really good seafood restaurants. There's just sushi out here. Yeah, that's a real good point. It's like, what do you get out here for seafood? Like, someone will have salmon on the menu, or maybe this like haddock or something like that, or halibut. You know, now yeah, there's not like, like back home in Boston, it was legal seafoods was a, a big yes, joint. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, people went to a seafood restaurant. Yep. Seafood restaurants not popular out here. No. Why is that? And we're on the water. Yeah. I mean, we're a coastal fucking state. Yeah. Like, why aren't we embracing? There's an ocean right there. Yeah, why aren't we embracing that? Not only that, you go to that ocean, it's hardly anybody fishing. Yep. That's a weird one. Like, California, like, go, go to the, like, all up by Santa Monica, Mar- like, uh, Malibu, hardly anybody fishing. You might see one or two people. I just looked up... Um, best uh bass fishing out here in california because I, I my brother just bought a place in delaware on uh the water's brackish but it's not enough to keep crabs uh but he's pulling out large mouth and sending me pictures i'm like good for you and go fuck yourself and he just i mean nice big fat ones out here they grow them big man. they do uh they said castaic's good yep, castaic. um, i gotta get up there and go again but pyramid they said yep. but Pyramid's during that beautiful. drought i feel like that i feel like pyramid dried up a little bit no no you could drive by it you can yeah I, I i drive by it on the way up to tahone ranch it's a beautiful lake pyramid is like one of them lost lakes that people don't know about um 
but yeah, I would live there on the water. And uh, I mean, I miss my dad was an outdoors. I was talking to you about this at the comedy store. My dad hunted and stuff, but fished. But uh, he really got us into crabbing and not just throwing traps in the water. We used to we had a trot line. We used to run a trot line. So this is if I could. My father died when I was 16. I've always thought about this. If I had 24 hours, if my dad could come back here right now for 24 hours, what would I do? And we'd be up on the water crabbing at 5 a.m., sun up. That's right when you're allowed to start dipping. And then home by 11, and then steam them up, have a big-ass fucking crab feast, and probably watch a game. I'll be like, hey, these are the Ravens. You know, you know, you <laughs> they weren't here when you died. <laughs> wow. And then play catch into the night. That would be what I would do. But we had, um, so he, he had a friend that lived on the Eastern shore that was a crab, uh, guy, you know, crabberman, I guess. But, uh, he taught us how to do a homemade one. So we had this, he went and bought this John boat, this old wood John boat. What's we, a John boat? John boat's a flat bottom boat okay. versus the V bottom. And it was wood, um, not aluminum. This one was white painted up just a beater, you know? And, uh, we had a, a Johnson, um, Motor, Engine. yeah. Every time I hear that Alan Jackson song, Drive, he talks about uh, uh, 75 Johnson with an electric choke. I'm like, oh, taking me back. <laughs> but he, so we, that was our boat. That was our, our little rig. It's me and my two brothers and my dad. And what you do to do a homemade one, you take a bucket, five-gallon bucket, uh, or even just a smaller one, a quick, just some quick crete with an eye hook in it, okay? Tie your rope here to some chain other side of the chain another rope up to a clorox bottle so that's your float on this side okay chain 50 yards of rope chain 50 yards same setup i just told you on the other end so the clorox bottle is just so you know where you are that's right that's your beginning and your end and then every three feet and this dude was so ahead of his time like this we're talking about mid 80s late mid to late 80s we're doing this he's like go to the butcher and get bull lips you know, the, the, bull lips. Yeah, the discarded lips of bulls, actual bull lips. And that's going to be your bait because crabs are the biggest scavengers. You can use chicken necks are popular. That's an easy one because you just go to the grocery store. But you got to go to, you know, fucking butcher to get bull lips. I don't know anybody's got those why, at the grocery why, store. Is it more effective? It's just stank Sticky? and nasty. and Like using chicken liver for catfish? Exactly. But also it's durable because these things are eating it. That's going to be your line for most of the summer. You know, you might have to replace one or two, but that's a durable bait that can withstand crabs tearing it up for, you know, three months. So really? Yeah. Three months. Well, if you're going out over the summer, I'm saying, let's say you go crabbing 10 times during the summer. You can probably get away with that whole trot line. Maybe replace one or two that might slip out because you freeze it. So. All right, so you that, freeze the lips. Yeah, well, then you you tie them every three feet, right? And then that's your trot line. How big is a bull lip? About that big and but fat, like a couple inches. Well, they cut them. I'm sorry, right. it's not a yeah. They'll slice them, so oh, they okay. look like almost like fat eels. You know, little tiny or leeches. Let me say leeches. Oh, wow. Leeches. So then you get out. You're allowed sun up. You're only allowed two bushel without a, a permit. A license, so we're Without out a there. Commercial license, mm-hmm. yeah. Two bushels a lot. What's two bushel like? What is that? Two bushel like? baskets, like apple baskets. You oh, could okay. probably, but you're getting. That's the thing is, you buy them, you'll get maybe seven, eight dozen. 
But if you're going out, you're throwing the shit away. You'd pay good money for it at the store because you're Smaller getting ones. oh, you're right. getting the best big, big suckers. There is nothing better than pulling it right out of the water and taking it home and eating it. Yeah, not getting it from the store. Not been you know who who knows how they stored it. And there's dudes on the side of the road that when they have more, they'll just pull over in their pickup truck. They'll put a fucking cardboard sign down, twenty bucks bushel, and you just get them and go. Right. That's something I miss. Um, Damn, you make me hungry. I'm um, dude. dude. <laughs> These are what kind of blue crabs? Blue crabs. That's right. So you get out, you put a little two by four across your ore holes, drop your bolts in there. That's your wood. At the end, you have an empty spool, a rope. Okay, empty one. And you just stealth everything we were talking about. Those slow riding Harleys. You stealth mm-hmm. ride your boat, uh, and you got to be steady. Someone reaches over, they pull the rope up, put it on the spool, and then your natural progression forward slowly brings the line up and then sets it back down in the water. And you got to go slow because you're pulling those crabs up from the bottom. They'll stay on the whole time. And then you're just fucking dipping and dumping, dipping and dumping. It's... Wow. And then the tide will come in. You hop out of the boat, swim around a little bit. You get the soft crabs, the ones that are coming closer to shore to molt their shell so they can get bigger. And then those you take. We get about a six, eight of those. Take those home. Crab. You're having a time of your fucking life. Soft shell crabs are fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Those are so good with lemon and butter. Yeah. God, my stomach turned. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Oh. I, that's that's what I would do. That's exactly where I'd be. Dude, I ran into John Reap last night. And, you know, Reap is uh, he's a he's a road warrior. You know, constantly on the road. And uh, we were talking last night. He's like, I'm not sure why I'm still in L.A. He goes, I don't have to live here. He's like, I'm here all the time. I'm doing sets and everything like that. He goes, but I'm on the road, man. And I go, where are you going to move to? And he goes, dude, I'm going to get a fucking house on the lake in North Carolina. <sighs> oh. That doesn't sound like keep talking. I'm gonna take yeah. my pants off. <laughs> Tell me more. In a lake, do you got woods? You got woods out there, man. What's it look like? What's it look like in the lake? How uh, clears the water? <laughs> you know. That sounds perfect to me. I got a buddy who's got a place in <clears throat> Coeur d'Alene, and uh, they sent pictures. And you, dude, you you could be in like sixty feet of water, and you take a picture, and you see every pebble Damn. on the bottom of the water. I mean, it's just crystal clear it's like a big old bottle of fiji yeah you just see everything on the bottom big old northern pike swimming around in there oh yeah idaho baby fishing crabbing yeah i've been to Coeur d'Alene, idaho driving to uh, montana from seattle cut Mm, through there i've never been to idaho i'm going for the first time i'm in boise this month right i think soon Someone's, sometime soon. I love that. I, I just love country. I mean, we were. Yeah. Bo- I was born in the city, but we only lived there until my parents had my younger brother. Almost when we were four, we got out of there. Um, bigger house, more land and stuff like that. Too. You know, you live in a row home. There's no... I mean, our backyard was the size of this table. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I grew up out in the county about 20 miles or so outside the city. And my dad was like, look, I want you to get a, a good school education. But all of my family was in Baltimore. He's like, that's where you're going to go get your street education. I'm so glad because I see shit from a mile away, a mile away. Larson's always like, I don't even know how you do it. We were uh, we were at Denver. <laughs> we were in Denver uh, at the end of 2016. We were doing our tour. And we like to walk home from the shows at night. We'll smoke a little joint, take a walk, enjoy your city, whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with Denver. I'm like, Denver's got a cops episode, bro. You know, like, settle down. You got to fuck. You know what I mean? There's some spots. There's a couple spots. There's some spots where you can go wrong. And um, 
We're about to take this walkway underneath this tunnel and this sketchy fucking like white dude sketched out just starts circling us with those dark eyes and this crazy smile. And traffic is hauling ass right close by us, right? Mm -hmm. And Jay's like, what what are we going to do? And I was like, we're going to stay over here by this traffic. And if that dude charges us, I'm shoving him right into that fucking traffic. That's exactly what the fuck we're going to do. I'll bait him over here, just shove him right out there, let those cars kill us. I was ready to go. Damn. Because he said, have a good night. He said shit like, yeah, he was saying shit shit like that. And I was like, Uh, one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do if you kill someone like that? Do you tell anybody? Like, it's just you and Jay. Well, these days, everything's on camera. What cameras? There's there's eye in the eye sky. Eye in the sky. The but big, if oh the yeah, I would tell. Yeah, I would tell. That mm-hmm. one I would because I feel like that's self defense. If you're Maybe. if you're even if you're leaning toward me yeah, the wrong way, you say some shit like that. People find out about they bring it up at your show. <laughs> hey, bro, kill any people today? Kill any veterans? <laughs> Shove a guy in the traffic, man. Kill any veterans? You know the guy's a veteran. That's right. Shit. What if he is? Could be, could be PTSD all fucked up. You're right. And then I know. start a Gotta movement. Be careful. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe the guy just needs a hug. Problem is, you never know. Not when you say shit like that. And you cir- you nice, circle, nice. and he circled us like four times. He just kept circling. Yeah. I hadn't thought to ask if he wanted a hug. I'm gonna try yeah. that shit hey, next man, time. Hey man, you want a hug? Yeah. Yeah. When dude. you hear I was stabbed to death on the sidewalk in Denver, just know I tried to hug it out. So. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been outside of Denver, like Evergreen? You ever go up there? I've been to, no, I haven't been to Evergreen. I've been to Colorado Ever- Springs. Evergreen has, uh, the Northern Pike has a cousin, the Muskie. It's the, their evil cousin. They eat ducks and shit. You ever see a muscalunge? No. Dude. They eat a, whole ducks? Oh, yeah. They're prehistoric. I'm going to look that it shit up. It's a giant-ass fish. But when I was up there, the week I was up there, someone on Facebook or something like that, I was like, I was like, damn, Evergreen's beautiful. This place is gorgeous. And I just was looking up shit on Evergreen, and I saw some guy pulled one through the ice that was fat around like a girl's waist. See if you get that. This is what they look Holy like. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's a big ass Holy animal. Shit. Yeah, That's, that could eat a duck. That guy caught that one in Wisconsin. Yeah. Holy look at that one above fuck. it. Look at that one above it. Look at the size of that fuck. And they look like tigers too. Yeah. Stripes. That's a, a tiger yep. meets a python meets a fish. Yeah, it's an evil fish. They're fucking prehistoric and they're ruthless, man. I mean, are you? I feel like you'd be fighting that thing like a marlin for like two hours. Yeah, you, especially if you have light tackle. For Do you need sure. to be strapped in a chair for that thing? Mm, no, but look at you, that. You're Four gonna people holding that one. Oh yeah, Holy you're gonna battle. Shit. You're gonna battle. Look at the fucker. Oh, that's not a. That's not a musky. That doesn't look like a musky to me. That looks like a yeah, gar. <clears throat> what is that? The caption says Arapaima. Oh, Arapaima. Yeah, that's that gigantic fish that lives in uh, Bolivia, in Ecuador. The Arapaima is a fish that lives in the Amazon, I believe, somewhere in the rainforest. And um, they used to, the locals used to catch them all the time. It was like a, a big thing for their food, but they're worth so much money for uh, Americans to go down and fish for them. And now they protect them. Uh, my good friend Steve Ranella has a podcast called Meat Eater, and uh, he went down and uh, filmed episodes. He also has a TV show, and they filmed some episodes of their show in Peru <sighs> and in Bolivia. And um, those people, the, the, the locals, they make a, a, whatever money that they actually do make, they make a big portion of it, some of them do, um, helping people fish for these things, um, you know, like acting as a guide. The size of these things. Look at that. Prehistoric That's, giant animal. 
and they survive in water when there's a drought. So when the water gets like super low, they're surviving in water where like literally like the water's up to their half their face and there's waddling around. So you could just walk right up to them and catch them. Damn, I wouldn't walk up to anything with teeth like that. <laughs> well, they don't have teeth as big as the uh, the uh, muskies. If you go back, Jamie, to those pictures, oh, see, the, there's all a bunch of them in like water where their their upper body is exposed. Yeah, the water's so shallow, and they're so enormous. I mean, these are huge, huge fish. These are dinosaur fish. Yeah, there's. You ever Damn. seen a gar? Do you know what a gar looks like? Uh-uh. Pull up a alligator gar. Alligator gar is um, that is a truly prehistoric fish. Like I don't think it's changed in millions and millions of years that's an alligator Whoa. yeah holy shit and these, <laughs> i've never seen that thing in my life yeah <laughs> these things live in texas they they're live, here in the states mm-hmm. yeah yeah people fish for them and they get fucking huge. oh man look that that one right there is clear that is an head of an alligator in the body of a fish yeah it's well, called a what an alligator gar and their body is uh armored like there, those those scales. You have to cut through them with wire cutters. Holy like if you try to shit. cut through that shit with like a regular, like a buck knife or something like that. No offense to buck. You know, like a Swiss Army knife or some shit. It's not good enough, man. Look at the size of that one that guy's holding in the in the water. Look at the Look at that. fucking size Look of that, that thing. Pull up giant alligator gar. See if you, because uh, I think the, I think they get into the hundreds of pounds. I mean, what are you catching these with? What is bait for this like? That's a good question. Something big. Jesus Christ! But they look, um, at, look at the one in the upper look right at hand his corner. Arm Jamie. and the mouth of that. Look fucking at that fucker! Hole. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> if I saw a glimpse of that pop up out yeah. of the water, I cut my own line. I'd say fuck that. Fucking fish. look at that thing! It's such a creepy old dinosaur. I mean, it towers over that guy. It's not yeah. even close. Eight feet, three inches long, 230 pounds. <laughs> that's Holy <so> shit. <laughs> and that's a freshwater animal, too. 327. Oh, my God. Broken Bow Lake, Oklahoma. God. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that thing. Wow, that's ridiculous. That is so crazy. It looks like two dolphins stuck together. Look at that thing. Fuck. And you eat Look them. Look at that. Th- that's good. edible? Once oh, yeah. you cut through it that? It tastes good. You cut through all that? They caught that one in Nicaragua. So I guess they're all they're over the everywhere. place. They're everywhere. But um, yeah, you take them. You got to cut through that um, scale, shit. that scaly outside with wire cutters. And then once you get through all that, you you take the meat and they really like the smoke in it. <clears throat> they put it on a smoker. That's apparently the best way. Look at this guy's little baby ones in his fish tank. They're a vicious little creature. I mean, they actually start. I mean, that's what blows me away is they start that small. Yeah. And he's fucking with them right here. Yeah, well, I mean, you can, I think you can have him in a fish tank. Oh, he's feeding him a fish. Oh, yeah, that's a whole fish. Yeah. Dinosaurs, bro. Man. Yeah, how long have alligator gars been around? Find out. I think, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess 30 million years they've been that way. Might be more. 30 million years. Well, alligators, years. I think, it's been, they've been around before that's the a, dinosaurs. That's like, a straight dinosaur. Yeah, they've been yeah. around, I think, in the same form since before that meteor hit looking like that yeah oh. i think so might be wrong uh, first description know. is 1803 <clears throat> the first description of them yeah, yeah but so like how long have they been in that i don't form? know how you find that out how would you find that out <laughs> yeah 
whatever. Old as fuck. Dinosaur fish. I mean, I'm used to seeing those people pull out big carp and catfish, yeah. but I've never, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, those are big ass fish. They they bow hunt for them too. That's what I was going to ask you. That one picture looked like it had a bow in it. Yeah. A lot okay, of, so they do. Yeah, a lot of people do that. You go Jeez. in those those rivers. And they do it at night, too. They'll have, like, spotlights. So you see the fish in the water. You're shooting something that's, like, six feet away from you. And they use, like, recurve bows that are made, designed just for bow fishing. And they have, like, a spool on it. And you shoot into it, and just and then they just pull it in by hand. Or they have a reel that's attached to it. I was going to say, how the hell are they pulling that thing Forever. In? 300 takes, pounds. Yeah, it takes forever. <sighs> yeah, there's some videos of guys catching them. It's fucking crazy when you watch them fight these things. But see if you get a video of a guy uh, catching an alligator gar. Kind of test line you got to have for an alligator braided gar. braided line they they have that like heavy duty braided line and they use a leader like a wire leader big ass fucking hooks damn yeah go for up to forty grand for a aquarium in the Japanese black market it says forty grand 40, those yeah. little ones like we just I, saw I didn't say the size it just says that the forty grand yeah <clears throat> in Japan huh yeah fifteen to as high as 40. Oh, did you say black markets? It's probably illegal yeah, to import yeah, them. There's an article of someone getting arrested for it. Oh, dude. There was, um, in Maryland, this thing happened. I, I don't know the full story, but it, they this were called snakeheads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think somebody put them in the water. Yeah, they're from Africa. I and think. they bred. Whoa. <laughs> that thing. Yeah, they, they take over, those snakeheads. That's a real common thing. And sometimes what they do is they'll poison everything in the lake to kill the snakeheads and then start from scratch and then restock the lake. So that's definitely somebody put that in there. Yeah, then. yeah, definitely. I think snakeheads, like I said, I think they're from Africa, but they're from somewhere else for sure. Um, you know this what? Guy. This guy. Yeah, this guy. He's got <laughs> a fucking shit. monster on there. How do you get the hook out of that mouth? I, I mean, maybe it's just too tired by the end. It just gives up. Maybe. Look at that. Yeah. But again, they, they're good to eat. It's apparently, they taste delicious, especially when you smoke them. It's got to feel good to fight that thing all day, bring it in, and eat it. It's yeah. got to feel good. I've caught some pretty good-sized fish, but nothing like that. I caught a marlin once. Did you? Yeah, it was like uh, 70 pounds. Not not a giant one, you know, but it was like five minutes into fishing. Yeah. How long did it take you to bring it in? About a half hour. Oh, that's damn good. Yeah. It wasn't that big. You know, 70 pounds for marlin's I mean, not, not the biggest. <clears throat> the guy on the boat said that he's they've caught him, you know, close to a thousand pounds. A thousand? Yeah, marlins Holy are giant. Shit. I think. I think they go a thousand pounds. They're fucking huge. Like what do you think? What's a world record marlin? Find that out. But Ocean. apparently, like right off of Malibu, Malibu sport fishing, it's a great place to go fishing. It's just there's not a lot of people out here that go. I went um deep sea fishing God, it's a while ago now. Off of uh I think it might have been out of Huntington. We rented a boat, just like six of us. The world record is 1,376 oh, pounds caught off that. of Kona in 1982. Woo, that's a big fish. Damn, 20. Damn. Man. <laughs> I mean, that's a boat. Yeah, that's a giant fish. And oh. they fly through the air, too, when you're fighting them. It's pretty yeah, fucking that's, cool. Yeah, they get up. Yeah. Yeah, I went deep sea fishing out here. Um, it was like six of us because I didn't want to do the, you know, fucking everybody leaning over your face mm-hmm. and sticking you and shit. So we yeah. go out here. It's in the morning, you know, before the sun comes up and uh, we're heading out to meet the the sardine boat that's coming back in. That's going to sell bait to everybody. And we're getting everything. All our, These guys knew what they were doing. Everything fresh, everything fresh. 
And just as the sun starts coming up, we hit a pot of dolphins. I mean, baby ones, everything. And I just was like, if I don't catch a fish all fucking day, this is ap- already worth it. Right. I mean, they're just right next to us playing, yeah. playing. Um, and if this guy was so good, if we didn't drop our line uh, and pull something up on the first one, he'd be like, pick him up. And he'd take us with his depth finder, go find something else. And we'd go by those big boats of everybody reaching across. He'd be like, look at that, guys. That could be you today. We're having beer. <laughs> we're having lunch. But yeah. I didn't know. I just never considered it, but I didn't know a fish could get the bends. It, it fucked me up when yeah, I when saw that. Yeah, because yeah. the eyes were all, it looked like it had a tongue sticking out and shit. I'm yeah. like, what is this? He's like, you gave it the bends. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I'm bringing it up and I guess a fish can get the bends. But best fucking fish. So guy, you know, on the way back in, he's cleaning it, packs it all up nice for you. It's out here? Yeah, it was out here. Where'd you go? Where'd you... Uh, it was off of Huntington, I think, out of Huntington <laughs> oh, okay. Beach. It was like a, pri- you know, you just hit him up and it's like a dude that owns his own boat. And he's like, six of you come. You know, we'll have plenty of room. You guys can walk to the front and back of the boat, fish wherever you want. You had a choice to either chum for shark or fish. And he's like, it's hours of me chumming. It's, it's kind of boring until we actually start getting at it. So if you want to fish, we'll do this. So we did that. Dude packs it all up so nice for us. I'm all excited. I, I I just moved out here not long. I'm living in this dump in North Hollywood. I put my fish in the fucking freezer and the fridge went dead. Oh, I never no. got I never got a bite of it. Oh, it all I came no. home and stuck so bad. I called my buddy. I'm like, I'm coming over to have some of your fucking fish. My oh. fish is all ruined. <clears throat> But it was it was such a good time. Such you got to be careful time. eating sharks today. People get mad at you for sharks. Really? Yeah, it's a new thing. People think that sharks are endangered. They've seen so many things about sharks fin soup that if you pull in a shark, people get angry at you. It used to be people caught sharks and no one gave a fuck. They saw jaws. They're like fuck sharks. <laughs> yeah. But now everyone, we have to save the <laughs> sharks. Save them. Save the sharks. <laughs> what are you doing with that shark? Let it go. Um, there was uh, a photo of. Was it the governor of New York or the mayor of New York City? One of those? I think it was the governor of New York caught a shark and people were pissed at him. And he's like, no, we fucking ate it. We cooked it up. We ate it. Shark tastes good. Like it's totally legal. Like, yeah, I've had it in restaurants. Yeah, yeah. It's good. But people are loony with shit. Like here it is. What is this? Some different oh, oh, I just died. saw this. I heard about that. He got his dick bit off. Yes. I Brazil. just saw this. Yeah, they're Swimmer telling the guy breathe. Shark, rips off his penis, mm. despite horrified sunbathers' frantic battle to save his life on a Brazilian beach. Jesus! And apparently, this is a really, really rare attack. They uh, they don't get a lot of attacks in Brazil because the water's so warm. But apparently, uh, that shark didn't get the menu. <laughs> Clearly, I think I thought I saw they thought it was a tiger shark. That's yeah, a, that's, that's a big a, fucking shark. That's a big shark. Well, obviously, I mean, bit his bit his pelvis off right where the dick goes. Mm, I can't even. I mean, that's basically like your legs are spread, <laughs> you're swimming around, and just gets in between there. And oh, snackity, snack, <laughs> snack, fuck, Jesus Christ. fuck that, man. I just—that's what scares the shit out of me about the water, man. You don't—you don't even see it coming. At least if you're in the woods. You kind of hear things. Yeah, that's right. You got the hearing. You, you don't even to, have that in the get water. Get to your gun. You know, you know what's out there. You Nothing know. out there is growling in the ocean. You know what I mean? Ugh. You ain't hearing you shit. You don't hear shit until it's too late. And then this. <laughs> it's you. And you see red in front of your face. You're like, fuck, this is how it's going to end? All those road gigs I did. To those, go out all my like airline that. miles. <laughs> <laughs> my airline miles are going through your mind. Open mics. <laughs> 
<laughs> to go out like this. <laughs> you know, um, I've been thinking about this and talking about this on stage a little bit, but the as far as death goes, to go out, the most beautiful way I've ever seen any creature on this little rock in outer space go out, the most original, beautiful way is that dove that got killed by a Randy Johnson fastball. Oh. <laughs> it's the best death on planet Earth. That's it's a be- cra- what are the odds of that That's thing what I'm saying. was in that place at that time? That's what I'm saying. Do you know how many billions of fucking birds have been on this planet? You know how mm-hmm. many died of a Randy Johnson fastball? One. 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 You could even narrow it down to how many birds were in that area that day. I don't care. That one. One. And... When he hit it, it blew up into its own like fireworks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It went out, kaboom! Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's terrible. Look I know. This. It fucked Boom. him up. Did it? Yeah. And then he ended up winning. They won the World Series. This is in spring training, the same year they won the World Series. He won co-MVP. I think he split it with Kurt Schilling. And um, now he's got, I just looked this up recently, because he's, he's got a company now, and I think he uses the logo of like an upside down bird and has embraced it like... But he was like, that's not funny. I don't think that shit's funny. You know, he threw wow. a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. He I mean, was a beast. He was a fucking yeah. beast. Now, let me ask you this. What do they do? How do they, how do they count that pitch? They, that's a, it's just considered a dead pitch. They said it was a no pitch. The oh. umpire just ruled it off like we're going to reset on that. Wow. Was, was Randy fucked up? Like, it bothered him. I mean, he talked about it. Like, people were making jokes and shit, and he was like, I don't think that shit's funny. <laughs> uh, but... It's beautiful, on, even it's if you don't funny. think it's funny. It is funny. It's fucking beautiful. Well, I wonder what they did with the dove. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right. They should cook it, because doves are delicious. I've never... I've had pheasant. I've never had dove. Pheasant's delicious. Yeah. But dove is uh, a highly... People don't know that, and they, it's another one that people get angry if you bring up. Pheasant or yeah, dove? Because it's a bird of peace. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a highly prized game bird. Like, people go dove hunting, and they'll shoot fuckloads of doves and take them home and cook them. And you tell people that, they get so angry. Like, what are you doing? You're cooking doves? Stop it. Stop it. You want some chicken? Yeah, I'll have yeah. the McNugget. <laughs> I'll have the, those chicken prisoners ground up into small cubes. <laughs> like, but not the dove. The dove is about peace. That's no, it's it. A, it's a fucking bird. It's, it's a bird. just a bird. It has no idea what it is. Like, don't eat that eagle. Okay, okay, I want to eat the eagle. Like, if, if eagles get so plentiful, they're like pigeons. Do you think they'll let us eat eagles? No. Never. 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 They're never going to let you touch an eagle. Never. They, I don't care if they're starting to attack us and lift <laughs> us off. They're not letting us touch eagles. <laughs> that might be what he first. <laughs> they were here first. The eagle was in North America before the white man. They were here first. Yeah, man, um, I have friends that live in Alaska. You go up there, dude, and you see eagles everywhere just fucking everywhere they're everywhere they're like pigeons it's weird it is i had this moment i'm so i didn't even think i'm so glad you said that i um my um daughter's mother her family's from seattle they live right on lake washington they're good friends bill gates is around the corner it's it's beautiful and they do this uh, it's called seafarer weekend where all the boats come out blue angels the whole nine like it's beautiful and they rehearse for like couple days before the actual event so i swim out into the middle i smoke a joint you know that beautiful pacific uh rim weed they have up in seattle i smoke Mm. a joint and i swim out into the middle of lake washington i'm just out there treading on my back floating having a good time and they had been saying there's this bald eagle that had been circling it's got a nest a couple houses up whatever 
I swear to fucking God, this is the God's honest truth. There's a boat also full of people who see it too. Two eagles come out together in tandem as a team. One of them starts circling here. This motherfucker nose dives into the water I'm in, grabs a fish and flies off. And I said, oh, oh my God. Like it was, um, <laughs> and the people in the boat are clapping. I was like, holy shit. It was fucking amazing. Wow. Amazing. Into the water I was in and boom, how, out with the fish. And they, they worked in the together. water. I don't. I mean, I have no. I couldn't. I thought answer. they just sort of snatched him. He poof, gone. Wow. Beak in and out. Beak. So they oh, catch maybe maybe it was feet. feet. He right? might have went feet. feet. He had to go feet. He went yeah. feet and boom, lifted it off. But you he ever saw see it. Feet in real life. They're talented. They're fucking. They're crazy. bigger than our hands. Yeah, it's like yeah. a giant basketball player hand with claws. <laughs> Big old claws at yeah. the end of it. I've seen those videos online where they like lift toddlers up and start to fly away, but they're a little too heavy. Real. I don't you think, don't those think those are so? real. No, I think that's been proven that those are horse shit. Oh, that's bullshit. What about the goat? Real... I've seen the goat that's, that's dropped one that's down a mountain. Fuck. That's, that's real, real as fuck. Yeah. yeah. They, that's golden eagles. They're the biggest ones. They're bigger than bald eagles? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. They grab them and they. I think they even have those in California, believe it or not. Golden eagles. I'm learning a lot today, yeah. too. Yeah, look at this fucker. I told you about this one, this little fox. Has oh, yeah, oh, yeah. this fox, is a great like, video. Shit. Yeah, That fox has got his little... Boom! The, the eagle comes and snatches him. He's like, nah, bitch, yeah. I ain't letting this go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm hanging on, motherfucker. I'm hanging on, motherfucker. And the eagle's like, all right, bitch, I'll let you go. Yeah, it's funny that that's our national animal, because it is a ruthless fucking flying it, cunt. It is. <laughs> it's just it so is. ruthless. It's heartless. Ruthless. You look in their eyes, it's just death. Yeah. There's... Just twitchy fucking death. Big old flying lizard. You do a good bald eagle. With a hatchet for a face. <laughs> Just got a pair of bolt cutters for a face. I watched this. Uh, they had this video online. It was live videos of bald eagles having babies, and you could watch them. They had cameras set up on them and everything. It was fascinating. It, wow. ended, it ended terribly, though. The, they showed you how the mom would sit, and the dad would go out and hunt. And then he came back, um, and he would just – his shift was like – an hour or two and she was the rest of the time but he would go out and bring food back and the poor thing i think it was the mom going to get food it got fucking hit by a uh, a commercial airline uh, what it got hit by a jet on a landing and killed the mom oh wow and so they had to help the birds because the dads don't go you know that would have been the end of their ass so i think they dads helped them out eat them I, I don't know what they, they do. They might. Fuck. They're savage fucking birds. Yeah, it's a Eagles. savage bird. Ravens, too. I learned about ravens being a raven fan. I watched this documentary one time. This fucking lady in England had a raven, a pet raven. You know that British, that little, that it's like an upside down U, that car, that weird old car. It's just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a little, like a, like a parentheses upside down. Yeah. <laughs> this, she had a pet raven that was, they said, I guess they're the most intelligent bird. Um, and this thing. She would keep the keys and ignition in the windows down, and she'd be like, we're going to go for a ride. And the raven would fly in the car, start the car with its beak, sit on the door. She'd get in, she'd start driving, and then he would just fly right next to the car wherever she went. What? It was unbelievable. What? Unbelievable. I could not get over it. So she had like a relationship with this raven. 100%. And this raven knew and loved it. Like, he was like, oh, shit, let me go start the car for you. Yeah, so he was he, down. <laughs> she would say, let's go for a drive. And the raven knew what she was <sighs> saying. Out, out, boom, in the car, grab that shit with its beak. Because they're big birds. They're big, it's too. Big bird. And just turn those little keys and 
he would wait for her to get in. She'd start driving. He'd just videos? fly right next to it. I don't know. You might look for it, but I watched it. <laughs> They're so smart. I saw a video of one using a tool to get another tool so that it could get into something. To, like they did these tests to find out how they, intelligent they were to, to see if they could do problem solving in oh. order to get food. And so it had to use like one small stick in order to pull out a larger stick and the larger stick to pull out this thing that got him the food. And it figured it yeah. out? And it yeah. figured it out quick, like quicker than my kids would have. <laughs> I'm, I'm, watching this, I'm watching this raven. I'm like, damn, this thing's smarter than an eight-year-old. It's crazy. It's crazy watching it do it. It's like this little conniving fucker. There's a great video, one of my favorite videos online, of this one raven that taunts these two cats into a fight. It stirs them up into a fight? Yeah, they're both... What is this lady got a look raven at that. with her? Look how big that thing is. Oh, look, at and look at that her. crazy bitch. Whoever you are, if you stick your penis in that lady, you deserve everything you got coming to you. Everything. What the fuck do you think's in that bag? Oh, my God. I don't know. Look at that. Heads. Your heads. Baby heads. This dude over here just chilling like it's nothing. Yeah, that guy I mean, next look at the look on her the face. The guy next... He's just checking his Twitter. He probably doesn't even know yeah. she's there. <laughs> He hasn't even looked over. <laughs> Nobody's oh, sitting next to that bitch, though. They're like, no, I'm, I'll stand. He screwed all the way over. Look at her. I mean, everything about her looks weird. She's like, when do I kill myself? Not today. <laughs> Not today. When? She looks pissed. Crazy bitch with metal all over her boots. Sure, you're goth. Hold it. What does it say? Sure, you're goth. But are you dejectedly riding the subway with your <laughs> raven goth? <laughs> That's it. That's the bar right there, everybody. <laughs> A raven. <laughs> See if you can oh, find the raven provokes cats. <laughs> it's one of my favorite videos because there's just two cats and they're on opposite rooftops, like right next to each other. And they're like, wow, looking at each other. This raven comes over and fucks with one of the cats. Like, come on, man. You want some of this bitch? Come on, man. There it is. Oh, here it is. Watch this. So the, the cat's chilling and then the raven flies over to where the cat is and starts fucking with them. And after he starts fucking with them, then he flies over to where the other cat is and he starts fucking with him. So he gets behind him and he's like, hey, bitch, what are you doing? He gets just close enough for the cat's like, motherfucker. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to fly back over here and I'm going to fuck with this cat. Oh, I see the other one. So he just, but he's doing it on purpose, this little cunt. Like, you could tell. He's like, just getting the cats riled up. Hey, bitch, look, I'm a bird and I'm right behind you, motherfucker. He's, the cat's like... No, 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 no. I'm going to get this other cat. And they're looking at each other. The cat's like, fuck you. And he's like, no, no, no fuck you. No, fuck you. Look, he's, he's getting closer he to the cat. Why would a raven get close to a cat? I mean, why? Why would any bird? Yeah. The only <clears throat> reason why is because he's fucking with him. He's doing it on purpose. He is. Look at him. He knows it. <laughs> he's scumming it all. Like, ah! And then like, the raven gets over there he's right like, next to him. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, now it's happening. Oh, look, they fall off the roof together. Uh, and the raven down. flies down. He's right next to him. Come on, faggots. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, you bitches don't know how to fight. <laughs> These cats are killing each other. And this raven's like, you dumb hoes. Oh, look, they fall into that hole. <laughs> Bam. And that raven is just hanging out with them. An animal that can fly on the ground, vulnerable, watching these two cats fight. Fuck Dude, he oh, going down the steps. He jumped into the hole. That is a crazy ass bird. That is a crazy fucking bird. But also confident, right? He yep. knows how quick he can move. See, coming in from look, the look, side he's, like he's that. He's tapping at his yeah, tail. He he's like, "No, you're not done yet. That cat is still alive, motherfucker. What kind of a pussy are you?" <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird, weird animal. 
like once they found out that these things are smart, they're like, look, in comparative tests, when it comes to like problem solving, they're as smart or smarter than chimpanzees. Ravens? Yes. Yeah, I hear, I, it's what I hear. They're super smart. Super smart. Yeah. Like they don't know how smart, the, 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 the limitation is that they've got these feet and wings. But if you gave them like fingers and had them like problem solve stuff, like like spell their name and shit, and you know you give them some food, they might be able to do that. Because chimps can kind of do stuff like that. Like, here's one. Like look at this raven. Says it's a crow, but no. Oh, crow, raven, yeah. pr pretty set. Uh, what is the difference? Is the raven bigger? Yeah, a so, lot yeah. bigger. Yeah, but they're all smart. So this little fucker realizes that if he puts these rocks in that water, that the water will float up and he'll be able to get that food. So he can't quite reach that food. So he keeps dropping those rocks in there to try to raise the level of the water up. How the fuck does he figure that out, man? Like, look at that. That's crazy. Oh, he's so glad. <laughs> he's like, no, not, not quite. Almost, almost, get that almost, big almost. I wish I could just get it. Just, oh, oh, I got it, bitch. Light versus heavy. What is this one? All kinds of experiments with them. Oh, wow. Look at that. It says it's a casual understanding of water displacement by a crow is the name of the video. <laughs> study done by Auckland, New Zealand University. Well, it just makes you think, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we always define intelligence by how much can it manipulate its, its environment. And where that throws us off is, like, dolphins and orcas and whales because they're really smart and they can't. They can't do anything. They have flippers, but we know they have these really complex languages, and com and they have they have Baltimore accents. You know, <laughs> do you know that? What dolphins? Dolphins and orcas have accents. Do they? Yeah, they I can didn't know tell. That. They can't tell what the fuck they're saying, but they can tell where they're from. Really? So yeah. it's a regional thing, not like a bottlenose right. versus a, a spotted has no. a different accent. Yeah, they're from different spots of the world. That's they have different wild. accents. They make different sounds. No shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Fuck. Um, we used to fuck with bats when we were little. You ever mess around with bats? No, but I've been in Austin for the largest migration in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> uh, nope. Austin. I think Austin has the largest migration. Like it's a uh, largest daily migration of bats in North America. Daily? Yeah, it's crazy. When it gets dark out, look at all those bats. They fly out from under the bridge. There's a there's a bridge in Holy downtown shit. Austin. Bro, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so we were staying in this hotel, and they're telling us, hey, when it gets dark out, uh, that bridge over there, they're like, all the bats nest in that bridge, and they come out. So during the daytime, I was with my family. We walked under the bridge, and you hear <laughs> That cluster is hanging underneath a bridge? Fuck. You go under the bridge, you hear that shit. <sighs> Look at that. Dude, it's millions. Millions and millions of fucking bats go flying through the air. It's crazy to watch. What is it about Austin? What does it say there? What is this? Oh, Pull it back to the beginning. It says, from March through April, millions of mostly female, oh. pregnant, Mexican, free-tailed bats migrate north to give birth. The NW Congress Avenue Bridge in downtown Austin, Texas, is the spring and summer home to these bats. Each night at sunset, some two million bats venture out from <sighs> under the bridge to eat an estimated 30,000 pounds of insects. It is the largest urban bat colony in North America. And then you watch the departure. Play that video so you see this departure. It's fucking bananas, dude. You can't believe how Look many bats that. fly out. You're like, what? That they all just pick this one neighborhood, this one bridge. They decide this is our spot, and so they just live in this bridge. So if somebody detonated that bridge. Look at that. It looks like night. It's crazy. Dude, it's crazy. I was there for this. 
It's it's wild to watch. You see them like like a swarm, like insects. How are they not running into each other like that and knocking themselves down? That's a good question. Look how tight that is. Yeah, how do they not headbutt each other? Yeah. People could barely get on the subway together without <laughs> stepping on toes and shit. These things are flying. Flying. They say that they have some sort of a magnetic sense. They understand like there's a frequency that each one of those animals gives off. That's how birds do it. Like they, if you see birds, they move together in these crazy yeah, patterns. <sighs> yeah. No one understands it totally, but one. There's a company called Hex H E C X H E C S, and they make this thing called a hex suit. It's a very controversial thing, but what the idea behind it is that <clears throat> there's an electric frequency that all humans and animals and especially like uh, predators and game animals give off and that this this frequency is it corresponds to the movement of your muscles and that you give off this thing that that animals can see, especially predators. Like predators apparently are really good at seeing this. What is Holy this? Holy shit. Where are these bad locust locusts? Oh, see now I've been through something like that in Maryland. I, they used to have, uh, well, they don't. They they do. The cicadas would come through, yeah, and it would look like this, and this they would litter the streets and the sidewalks. Well, locusts are look at that. Just grasshoppers under certain conditions, right? How does that work? Grasshoppers under certain conditions become, become locusts. locusts. Yeah, I forget. What I mean, the in five are. seconds, he just filled that net up. Yeah, what are you gonna do with them though? You eat them? I don't know. I wouldn't you eat, eat those. Them. I don't know if I'd eat that. I'm down to you try different shit. Yes, I've had cricket. Chocolate covered, though. I had them in Mexico. <laughs> we stayed at a resort once in Mexico, and you go into the hotel room, and you know, they have like a little table there, and they have uh, like a little table full of uh, peanuts with like um, like uh, some hot, like hot chili powder on them and stuff like that. And then they had these crickets in a bowl. And my kid's like, ew, why do they have bugs? Ew. I'm like, you're supposed to eat them. They're like, no way. You're not eating bugs. I'm like, I'm telling you, these, this, they, they eat these things. And so I picked them up and I started chewing them. I'm like, they're not bad. They're like a, almost like a soy sauce tasting. I was going to say, how, how, how are they done? It looks like they fried them. Like they fried these crickets. But they're so common that they had a bowl of them in the room. You know, and you eat them. I, I, you know what? I would try that. I would try Dude, that. Dude, they're not I, you bad. have to. I would try that. I'm well, not scared of that. They say that that might be one of the futures of uh, <laughs> when the weather changes, oh, grasshoppers turn to... Oh, it's a weather issue. This, I, the thing I clicked on this from says that just by swarming, it be, makes them become a locust. So I don't, that's it? I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what the article is saying. Huh. Well, it's the New York Times. Yeah. Unless you listen to Donald Trump, which <laughs> yeah. makes it fake news. Right. Generally speaking, I like to trust the New York Times. Yeah, we used to fuck with. Uh, so we had a light, uh, a street light in front of our house, and um, my brother and I would go out, and my dad was like, "You can go out and play catch as long as you're in front of that light, and I can see you." So we just go start playing catch, throw a tennis ball around. One night, we're just throwing it high up toward the light so that you could see it coming down. Right. And this bat just starts, you know, swooping at the ball the whole time. And I was like, oh, this is great. So I throw a line drive at my brother's fucking face. And that fucking bat, <laughs> he's like, it went through my hair. It went right through his hair. And then the game became, became 
you got to be a fucking man and stand there and take that shit at your face. And that bat would come down and it would touch you. You're like, ah! Oh, oh, God. It? Did it think the ball was another bat? I don't know. I, I, maybe all the sonar coming after that. Yeah. You know, I don't just... know if it thought it was a big or realized it was a too big of a, a bug to, when it got there, oh, you know, but right. it would, it would hit, it would come right by your fucking face, man. Yeah, oh, it probably shit. thought is another bat or maybe something to eat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I was saying this hex suit. Yes. They they wear these things to disrupt. They're they're big with uh, people that go spear fishing, and they wear this suit. And you can like literally get right next to a fish with this suit on. It's real weird. Like whatever this whatever this frequency that a human bodies and just bodies in general give off, this suit masks it. And they've been able to show that with these uh, devices like that measure electrical frequencies. Like you you could rub your arm over shit. Yeah, look at like these alligators. They just, for whatever reason, don't fuck with this dude while he's wearing that. That's a crocodile too. I wouldn't so do that. Even though you're moving and there's, yeah, they don't shit, know what you are, and they just don't bother to fuck. I with I don't you? understand That's it. Crazy. It's, this, Who it's, figured that out? I don't know. Scientists, super smart dudes. <sighs> but when apparently dudes wear these suits when they go spear fishing, they're way more successful. They love these things because you can get like right up next to these fish and fuck them up. Um, but hunters use them too now. They're they're becoming popular with hunters. Oh, so they don't work just in the water? It's no, I, I don't know, man. I've worn them before. I don't know if they're working or not working. It's hard, it's hard to tell because what animals go by is not one thing. They go by a bunch of different things. The, the big one is smell. If they smell you, you're fucked. Like the reason why camo works is camo breaks up your outline. Like if a... a a, like a deer saw you, they'd be like, oh, that's a fucking dude. Yeah, right. I know what yeah. that is. I <laughs> yeah. see the arms, I see the legs. That's a dude. But if you were wearing camo with all the broke, like my shorts, like these shorts, yeah. it's a broken up pattern, right? So that broken up pattern confuses them. They're like, what is that? I don't know what I'm seeing. And if you just stand still and you're wearing camo and you don't move, a deer will look at you and go, that ain't shit. And they'll go back to eating. Unless you're close. But if right. they smell you, they're like, fuck I'm this. Out. Yeah. Especially so you, that real tree stuff I see these days looks so authentic. Like Yeah, it's that's not the the, the stuff that works the best though. It's, it's not. interesting. No, mm. authentic is not what works the best. What works the best is like there's there's a, a bunch of different companies that make like really good camo, but the secret behind it is just breaking up the outline. It doesn't have to look like anything. It's just a matter of like breaking it up with like blotches and spots and there's a couple companies, like Under Armour actually has a really good pattern. It's called Ridge Reaper, Ridge Reaper Baron, and that pattern is really good. Sitka has probably the best pattern. They have a pattern called uh, Subalpine, Open Country Subalpine, I think it's called. But it's, uh, it's just a bunch of dots and splotches. The whole idea is just to break up your, your outline. So when someone looks at you or an animal looks at you, they don't know what the fuck they're seeing. So the idea is that this hex suit somehow or another – it blocks out your electrical output, whatever that frequency is that these animals can see. And it's, it's not proven. It's, a, it's real weird stuff. It's like we know that there's something that gives off like these hex companies. They've, they've, um, that The one company, they have this machine. They'll show you that you wave your hand over this thing without a hex suit on and it registers this electrical frequency. And then you wave it with the hex suit on and it registers nothing. But if they smell you, you're still fucked. Like, yeah. But anyway, these birds, somehow or another, 
they're all giving off a frequency. So when they're doing that crazy wave and they're fly, they're flying, right? So they're beating their wings together like a bunch of fucking helicopters, but they're not touching right. each other. They're just floating back and forth somehow, and somehow it works. It's uh, it's got to be inches apart. Inches, yeah, inches. I mean, there's these huge migrations of birds that are flying through the air, and they move like fish in the ocean. The same sort of thing, right? And they say that's how fish do it, too, that they have this frequency that they're all giving off. And some, somehow or another, they all know how to move in tandem. Like, no one's fucked. Oh, are we going left or are we yeah, going right? right? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> they're not banging into each other. Right, there's no straggler either, like yeah. one guy off to the fucking side. It's weird. It I, is I weird. I don't understand it. But people are trying to capitalize on whatever that is or hide, mask, whatever frequency we give off. So the idea is that we don't really totally understand animal senses. We, they've done a bunch of tests on deer. They know they're colorblind. They don't see necessarily greens, and, but they see shapes. And they, they see, they just, their real concern is movement and outline. The outline of a person is very recognizable. Movement is very recognizable. And they smell pretty good, but they don't smell nearly as good as something. Like, bear is apparently one of the best at, like, using their nose. Mm -mm. Bears smell anything. Like, <sighs> bears can smell a dead animal miles away. Miles? Miles away. Yeah. No. That would make me nervous if I saw a dead animal. Yeah. And I was in bear country. I'd be like, we're getting the fuck out of Get here. Get the fuck out of here. My, um, you're talking about smell, so <laughs> this made me think of this. In uh, Baltimore, all the street parkings, parallel parking, there's no assigned parking spaces, and there's no driveway or anything. And my brother pulls out in front of this guy's space one day, and the guy's like, that's my space. He's like, it's not anybody's space. It's fucking public street. I can park here. He's like, that's my space, and it's in front of my house. He's like, dude, come on. So that night, assuming that guy, breaks into his car, busts his windows out, takes shit out of his car or whatever, and he's like, okay. And he had some uh, deer piss from hunting, and he fucking busted that guy's window, <laughs> dumped it all in his vents and everything. I was like, I cars. <laughs> so they're taking turns breaking each other's yeah, cars. Yeah. Well, it ended after the deer piss went in there. That was, that was the last of that shit. Cause that stuff. Do you ever use that? Do you ever? No. You don't ever put it on you? No. Yeah, that no. stuff's supposed to be. I, it, I couldn't. The smell of it just sitting on the sidewalk. I was like, good God. Yeah, I would think a deer would be like, why is that doe pissing all over herself, that crazy bitch? I, yeah. I want to know if people her. really use it. Yeah, yeah, they do. They use uh, cow estrus. They have like a, a, a smell of a cow, cow bull, like a, um, not a cow bull, cow uh, elk. They'll, they'll put it on trees and shit, try to drag a bull over. Because when, when bulls are in the when they're in the rut and the females are in heat when they come into estrus and the, the males want to breed them, apparently they just they just smell it and they go fucking bananas. And some people use that shit. They'll put it on trees and stuff. So that's what I wanted to ask you. Is that more to mask our smell or is it more to attract? They're attracted to that smell. I think they're smell. attracting them. Yeah. yeah. The, the way they mask our smell, like their sense of smell is so powerful that it's almost impossible to mask it unless you use ozone. And so what a lot of guys do is there's a company called Ozonics, and what they do is they'll literally hang a unit above their head, and it blows ozone gas all over your body, and it collects, like your scent gets combined with the ozone, and that hits the deer, and the deer doesn't know what the fuck you are. Ah. It's like, what is that smell? It just have you ever smelled ozone? Do you know what uh -uh, ozone smells no, like? No, I have no idea. I'll turn on my tank, my my um, 
flotation tank, and you can smell it because they use ozone to clean the water to purify everything. It's got a very distinct smell, and when you turn the tank filtration system on, you're not supposed to go in it for a half an hour, and the ozone dissipates. But it's got a very distinct smell, and apparently that smell just overwhelms the smell of human body. So when guys sit on a tree stand, like I've I've uh, hunted uh, with my friend John Dudley in Iowa, and he uses this ozonics unit above us. He sets it oh, up it's there. Okay. on the tree above us and turns it on, and it blows ozone over you while you're sitting in a tree. So even if a deer is downwind of you, they might not bolt because the smell is confusing to them. They're like, what is that fucking weird smell? Like, they don't know what it is. Right. Like, if they smell you, they're like, oh, that's a dude. Gotta I'm go. Out. Yeah, like just a whiff. The, the wind will change. Like, you know, most of the times the wind's blowing east, right? But then a little bit of west, a little bit of west. They're like, <laughs> the fuck? They don't take any chances. They just run. But if they smell that ozone stuff, they're like, what? What is this? Fuck is this? <sighs> I don't know. They just run. <laughs> take a chance. Sometimes they just stand there. It's like so, yeah. when they're horny, they don't know what they're. That's like why why people like to hunt them in the rut. Because when they're they're in the rut, they come out during the day. Like a lot of times, the older animals they become nocturnal. They just decide it's too risky during the day. People are up. I'll just just fuck around all night and sleep during the day. That's when I was always scared because we would have uh, there's deer running all over Maryland. When you're driving those country roads at night, I mean three, four of them will come out crossing and shit. And you're like, holy fuck! And yeah. they're monster, you know, yeah. they're monster. Um, so we had deer whistles. Oh yeah. I don't know if they ever really work. To be honest those with work. you, yeah, you but, put them in the front of your car. Yeah, yeah, and then you don't hear it, but apparently they hear it, and it's enough to. But I had them on; they would still come right up to the edge of the road and shit. Yeah, they when the rut's going on. They get confused. They don't. They're just horny and crazy. They'll run right out in traffic and smashed by cars. Deer's that would hide all day long during any other time of the year. Just they just smell that deer pussy. And they just <laughs> so they're just good. like us, goddamn. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> their nose is a thousand times stronger than ours? Or whatever oh. the fuck it is, the smell of that pussy must be so tempting. <laughs> Running out in traffic in the middle of the fucking day for it. Yeah. You know, and you only got a couple of weeks to fuck. That's right. You know, it's not like they fuck all year like us. They got a couple of weeks to get their fuck on. And then the rest of the year is solo. <laughs> nope. How weird is it? Like, what kind of a strange system did nature come up with where it makes the girls horny and able to give birth only, like, for a couple of, like, six weeks? Sometimes they go into estrus again. Like, they have, like, a second... A second estrus. And then they all figure it out. Yeah. That's amazing. Smells. Yeah. Smells. smells. I need to start smelling more. (sighs) Fucking thinking less. And apparently as good as they smell, a bear smells hundreds of times stronger than them. They say a bear smells hundreds of times better than a bloodhound does. That blows my mind. It's crazy. Miles blows my mind. Miles. Miles away. When I drive from here and I hit two miles, I'm going to be like, God damn. Yeah. That's a miles. long fucking way to smell something. What they say is really scary is if you're in places where bears know that people hunt, they hear a gunshot and they think it's a dinner bell. So, like, if you shoot a deer, you only have a certain amount of time to get that oh, fucking deer out of there before a bear shows up. Especially, like, Kodiak Island. Kodiak Island is famous for two things. It's famous for gigantic 
brown bears, some of the biggest bears in the world. It's also famous for Sitka blacktail deer. So these, these Sitka deer are really delicious deer, and people go over there to hunt them. But when that gunfire, pa-pang, the bear hears that, he's like, and they go straight towards the sound of that gunfire because they know there's going to be a gut pile there soon. No. So even if you miss, you got There's probably one coming your way. Probably. No yeah. shit. So you got to. You what? You have to dress it out there too, or yeah. you just got to get it and haul it out. Well, of there? if you gut it and leave the gut pile and take the meat away, you're likely to just. The bear's probably going to go to the guts, and it's probably like you're probably going to be safe. Damn. Um, keyword probably. Probably yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking around with the Kodiak bear. My friend Steve Rinello, who I was talking about before, they got attacked last year. They on, got, on a Fognac Island in Alaska, they got attacked by a gigantic brown bear. They said it was like 11 feet long. What? It was huge. And one of the guys, like, it ran into camp. Well, they, what happened was they had shot an elk. And they, um, you know, when, when you shoot an elk, it's an enormous animal. You can't really take it out all in one trip. You got to make several trips. So they hung some of it up in a tree. And then they went back to get the rest of it after they took what they, they took what they could carry. They went back to get the rest of it. When they went back to get the rest of it, a bear had already claimed it. And they didn't know the bear had claimed it because the bear took off when it heard them coming. And then the bear, when they were hanging around the meat, the bear was like, fuck this, and decided to just make a run oh. at them. But didn't know how many there were because it's such, such <sighs> thick brush. And they said it was it happened so quickly. Like Everybody had this, well, if a bear comes, I'm going to do this. You know, people have this idea. It were like it happened so fast. I'll, I'll send you the the podcast because it's fascinating. Yeah. it's a two part podcast. They they did it over two parts where they they talked about the experience. But Jesus, nobody got hurt. But one guy wound up actually riding the bear's back. <laughs> That's the legendary. Bear plowed into them, and one guy hit the bear with uh, trekking sticks, like mountain trekking sticks, hit it in the head, and the other guy got knocked over and was literally on the bear's back for several steps as it was running down the hill, and then he fell off of it, and the bear took off. That thing had momentum downhill coming downhill. at them? No, yeah. man. I've seen those enormous. videos. <sighs> no. They said it was so big. Like the, My friends were there. Four of my friends were there. They were saying that they could see the teeth 10, 11 inches from their face, gnashing as the thing ran by. <sighs> 11 foot long. I mean, you're talking, what, 1,800 pounds? So while they're gone on round trip one, this bear had already claimed it, yep. got scared, heard them come, and then saw, oh, you're taking my shit, and it was exactly. like, fuck that, and came exactly. back to defend it. Yeah, so it didn't fuck. it didn't come by to chase him off. It came to fight, and <sighs> it, it just didn't know how many there were, and there was like seven or eight guys, I think, at least, I think, one, two, three, four, at least five guys, and so I think it just got confused that there were so many people and didn't know where to go or what to do, and then it got hit in the head with the trekking sticks, and then, you know, it was fucking <laughs> Dude's crazy. Dude's riding his back. Yeah, but like one of my friends had a, my friend Remy had a pistol just for that, just for bears, but he had set his pack down, and he, like in his mind, had thought, well, if a bear comes, I'll be able to get to my pack. Fuck that. He's like, it happens so fast. There's no getting to your pack. There's no nothing. And these are guys that know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, they're professionals. Right, they're, with plans yeah, in place. They're out in the yeah. woods hundreds of days a year. We're so weak. We're so, we're like just water balloons we're filled not. with blood. We're not. We're, really, yeah, we're, yeah, just, we're like eggs. But yeah, we're Raw just jello, man. We're just... <laughs> We're nothing. These things are like when you watch them fight each other and they're biting each other's faces and shaking each other back and forth, and and it still doesn't hurt them. You know, it's, we're we're so fleshy. It's good we live here. It's good we live in Los Angeles. No, not in the fucking mountains. No. Um, Maryland has. Uh, you guys have mountain lions, right? 
We have mountain lions, but I saw I, I went hiking at Fryman here one time. Um, I hiked for a while when I lived in the valley. I hiked there a lot, and I would see a lot of rattlesnakes. I would saw a yeah. lot of rattlesnakes. But one night, I don't know. It's probably fall. It's right around six six thirty, and the sun's starting to set. And I'm just trying to get through. And uh, I've got my headphones on. I'm coming down this hill, and this fucking bobcat comes off the hill, and it. I mean, this thing was the size of a big dog, stubby little tail. It stopped right in the, I mean, I was like, huh, you know, and it just stopped. It fucking looked at me. And the first and only thought that went through my head, because I had nothing. I mean, what am I going to do? I was like, right. maybe I can take my headphones and choke you. <laughs> I was strangling. I was like, nothing. <laughs> a little Apple headphones. <laughs> and it looked at me like, it's your lucky fucking day. And then yeah. it ran over the next ridge and was gone. My, I mean, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I've seen one of those with its babies. Yeah, they're cool looking. They're big. They're yeah. bigger than I thought. Yeah, they're they're big. way bigger than I thought. When I thought when I saw it, I saw it. I thought it was a mountain lion. Yeah, I, I was like, look at that thing, and they're like, no, it's a bobcat. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, that thing was big. Yeah, they're like fifty pounds. Yeah, I thought you know maybe between like a little bigger than a cat. Nah, this thing was yeah. like waist. It was like up to my waist. Yeah, they'll fuck you up. And I was like, oh, I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. Have you ever heard a lynx howl? I, only because I what that isn't video? that? That's the that only video? reason I've ever heard it. Yeah, that video is crazy. It's crazy, right up in their face. Like, it doesn't yeah. seem real. No, it doesn't seem real at all. Well, there was one that got into some guy's house, and the guy made a video of the thing in his house howling. And I was playing it for people. Like, oh, that's like sound effects, right? I go, no, no, no. That's what it's really making. That's the noise it's really making. Like, what? It's in his kitchen, and it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what here? I just saw here this thing, yeah. Put it up. Look at this. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> Come on, that sounds like it's kids. Fantastic. It sounds like little kids pretending to be a monster. This is so freaking cool. That's so cool. Who, who runs into this? They get real close yeah, to each other, so too. They close. don't quite do anything. Like, neither one of them is gangster. They're both posers. Look how thick the hips and legs are. Ooh, ooh, little headbutt. And one of them almost swatted him. I was like, bitch, don't make me slap you. They're Do not big. make me slap you. Yeah, that's a big animal. Lynx are weird. That's a weird animal. Like, and one of these like was a in dog. a dude's kitchen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if you can find the one with the one that Lynx is in the guy's kitchen. Because... This fucking guy is standing over it. It's only like five feet away from him. And it's like... I would think that's a battle cry, you know? I'm yeah. getting the fuck out of my own kitchen. Or it's sick. Like this, Here it is. Here it is. Look at this. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> She's trying yeah. to scare it off. Oh. What's your problem? What's your problem? What the fuck is your problem? That's what you would say Right before it kills you. We find this guy's phone later. <laughs> covered in blood. Play back his last video. Wow. No. no. Mm -mm. Exactly. I'm scared of... Like, I'm scared of snakes. My brother gave me a fear of fucking snakes. My, I have a twin brother. He's four minutes older than me, but uh, we look nothing like he's tall and skinny. But I will say, really? yeah. That's weird. It's weird. But there are times when we speak, even now, and I'm like, oh, just like it's his voice came out of me. It's weird. That's, oh, wow. the, that's the weird thing. 
But um, he do you, was like, if he gets hurt, do you feel it? No, nah, I don't feel any. We he used to <laughs> we used to fuck with uh, like if there was a girl in high school, and I'm like, I don't just talk to her. I want to play video games. He would set dates up and shit. You know, like, oh, hey, really? you're going to the movies. I'm like, God damn it. I just... <laughs> But uh, he was Mr. Outdoors. Like, he wasn't, he would play with snakes. Like, he'd catch black snakes all the time. We'd put them in an aquarium. We'd go to the, the pet store and get little feed mice. And, you know, they won't eat it when it's dead. Sometimes they'd be dead. So my brother would reach in and just dance the tail. And these snakes would bite him in the fucking hand. And I'd be like, Jesus Christ. And he wouldn't even, he'd just keep looking at the snake and rub his hand. Like, mm, okay. And I was like, you're <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. So one day, um, it's my turn to cut the grass, right? We had the same snapper riding mower from Camp Buy Me Love, okay? That snapper with a bag catcher on the back, okay? I'm in the backyard going around. Three doors up our buddy Jeff lives there. And I see him and my brother. There's a pine tree, and I see him with a broom, and they're standing away from it, but they're swatting with a trash can. I'm like, oh, they got a big-ass, there's a big-ass black snake in there, you know? So I got my headphones on. I'm just going around. I look up on our deck, and my brother's standing there holding this fucking snake. <laughs> he's acting like he's going to throw it. I'm like, don't fucking do it, Dick. Don't fucking do it. I got my shirt off. It's hot-ass summer. I'm, I go back to minding my business. I come back around a few times later, and I just feel something slap the back of my <laughs> neck. <laughs> and I fucking look over. This snake is looking at me right here. I fucking, I was like, ah! I screamed like a bitch. I grabbed it. I threw it on the fucking ground. My brother's like, don't! I put that blade down. I was like, gong, 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 gong. And I dumped that bag out. I said, there's your fucking snake, you son of Damn. a bitch. He would do shit like he'd catch little ones. I, I can't remember. Are they garter? Gardener snakes, maybe? Gar Just the tiny ones. I think they're called garter, right? Yeah, I I, th I, I don't remember. Yeah, so but we're garden snakes yeah. and garter snakes. These are those little right. slivery guys, yeah. you know? And we're, uh, my, my, I'll never forget this. We had a Volkswagen bug. He and I are sitting in the back. My little brother's up front. My mom's taking him into the doctor. And she's like, you two can stay in the car and wait here if you want. I'm like, all right. We, we're driving for like 10 minutes. My brother reaches in his fucking pocket and he pulls out one of those snakes. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? How long has that been in there? He's like, oh, I picked it up on the way. I'm like, what is your fucking problem, dude? I was always scared around him with that shit. He would Maybe always he fuck been with like a snake doctor or something. <laughs> he thinks he is. He, he thinks he's like that. He should go to Florida and try to help those people in the Everglades. <laughs> You know, they're hiring people to just shoot at them now. They're hiring hunters to go Snakes. to the Yeah, they have so many pythons. All these crazy, dirty white people who like, <laughs> wanted to own a python, and their mother's like, you get that thing out of the house. They just open up the back door, chuck it in the yard, and it slithers off into the swamps. I mean, Florida's all filled with swamps, and the pythons thrive there. Come on. Yeah, I they, didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Oh, dude, there's a giant problem with pythons Because of man again. Look at this. Easy money, not for python hunters who grapple with Everglades giants for $8.10 an hour. Mm -hmm. Fucking, they're so big, dude, they found one of them that had eaten an alligator, and the alligator was popping out of its body. They were both dead. They were both dead floating in the water, but this, this fucking eight-foot alligator was inside this python's body. Jesus Christ. Look at this one. A 144-pound <laughs> reptile up on a levee. They dispatched it with a 9-millimeter pistol shot to the head. Inside, they found 70 or 80 eggs. See, they're fucking, there's a plague of them in the Everglades. There's so a many plague. of them. plague, it says it. Yeah. More than 800 caught this year. This year? Yep. Six months into mm -hmm. the year? Yeah. And what may be the most successful program ever aimed at the huge constrictors that are killing the Everglades mammals, wading birds, and alligators. And alligators, motherfucker. 
Alligators. Yeah, they have python catching contests. They track them with dogs. They're doing everything they can. But they're, um, you know, they're not putting a dent in them. There's so many of them out there, man. I used to watch the the gator one where they'd shoot them and... Oh, uh, yeah. You know, swamp people? Swamp people, yeah. Because yeah. at first they were extinct and then they dialed that back yeah. and they're like, oh, fuck, now they're overrunning shit. Go ahead yeah. and get them. Well, I used to live in Florida when they were going extinct. What is this one? It's a deer from, it was a deer that was inside. Look one. at a that. python. What? Look at the size of that deer. That's a big deer. And it's inside this python. Fuck. <sighs> Jesus Christ. That's funny. We have people who don't have jobs, who have day jobs. People have night jobs. Some people have computer jobs, technical jobs, and they're all hunters, herpetologists, military veterans. All these people are doing this, going to the Everglades, trying to solve this problem, they're saying. Adventure and a desire to defend the Everglades. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> what thrills me is the fight, the fight that the snake gives you. That's my oh. drama right now, yeah. man. Maybe one day you won't win. <laughs> you're definitely, you're not going to bat a thousand at that job. I mean, they're capable of killing people for sure. When they get that big where they can swallow a deer. I mean, a, a deer's deer. 100. That's a small deer. I mean, it's not big like a... A giant mule deer or anything. Look at that one that they caught. What in the fuck, I mean, man? that's five grown men a good distance apart, and there's still some bows in that thing. It's 132 pounds, 17 feet long. Wow. Jesus Christ. That is a big fucking animal. <laughs> that is and huge. This is all just from assholes. It's just That's, assholes just chucking them into the woods and going, oh, man, I'm done with it. The thing bit me in the hand. I can't. Uh, my Ooh. mouth is open. I can't get over that. That yeah. is now a plague because of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think they killed 800 of them this year and they're not even putting a dent in right. it, how many are out there? God damn. Yeah. You know what else they found out there? Nile crocodiles. They have a shoot-to-kill order on Nile crocodiles. So some ass-fuck dickwad let Nile crocodiles loose, and they think there might be breeding populations of Nile crocodiles. Those 28-foot yeah, ones the monsters. eat wildebeest and yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, with One, teeth like the size of our hands and two shit. Two days ago, this guy was doing a Baptist uh, baptism, and uh, this uh, dude in Ethiopia, and as he's in the middle of doing the baptism, a fucking crocodile lunges up out of the water and snatches him in front of his whole congregation. And brought him under? Yeah. Crocodile jumps from Ethiopian lake and kills <laughs> pastor during mass baptism. <laughs> God's got other plans for me, children. Yeah, no shit. God's got all Lunch. the plans. <clears throat> Fuck, man. Man. I um I worked in a junkyard growing up. My friend's dad had a junkyard out in uh, Mount Airy. It was called Mount Airy Auto Wrecking. And um, there was one day where, uh, so we we would have our own yard car. We're driving. We're, we we were in charge. We were younger kids. So he would be like, you're going to go get all the aluminum. You're going to basically clean up a junkyard of all the loose aluminum. We're going to put it in these bins. We'll melt it down. Then they sell it off uh, in, in like these little trays, you know. And one day I hear this. We had a bunch of feral cats, but we didn't have any dogs. And one day I hear this fucking like growling. I and I look over and there's a fucking rabid raccoon. It had one solid white eye, one solid blue eye, and it's bouncing just up and down. It's not charging us. And we're like, what the fuck? We start throwing rocks and shit at it. And then we're like, maybe it's protecting babies. We don't know what the fuck this thing's doing. So... We go down to tell his dad and this customer's down there. This is out in the country. His customer's down there. He's like, I got a pistol in my fucking car. He brings this thing up, two to the dome, 
to put it down. Two. Two. Took one to the head, and it, got, and it just was like, it's laying down, <laughs> growling, and it took two oh to put God. this rabid raccoon fucking down. And it was down. rabid? They it was tested? Definitely, yes. Oh. Definitely rabid. They had to have the whatever animal control come oh. out and take it away and shit. Where does rabies come from? Like, so There has to be like, I always thought that about like VD. Who's patient zero? Right, what yeah, what right. dirty motherfuckers out there giving everybody syphilis? <laughs> yeah, what did like, you do, dude? Who's the first? What did you have to do to get gonorrhea? <laughs> who's the first oh, person that got? Because it's crazy that there's there's diseases that kill people, like Al Capone. He got killed by syphilis. I and know that. Yeah, he killed by some shit that you get from fucking. Yeah, let him eat him alive. They let him do it. Is that, that what they did? That's what I've read before. Like they couldn't get him on anything, so they got him on tax evasion. And then when he developed syphilis, they didn't treat it. Oh, really? Yeah, and then he lost his mind. It just ate his brain away. He went Whoa, crazy. Jesus. Al Capone, bro. Did you know that syphilis was the reason why all those dudes in the olden days had powdered wigs? No. Yeah, man. We man, just... I should come here for my education, <laughs> goddammit. You get goofy-ass <laughs> education. You miss out a lot of critical, critical I'm shit. I'm going to be like, repeating this, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do it. I repeat it wrong all the time. But we, we've covered this several times, so I'll, I'll just be really brief. There was uh, these royals from, was it France? Something like that? Jamie will come up with the story. But they got syphilis, and to cover their syphilis, they started wearing wigs. And syphilis was running rampant. Through the, this, so all these rich people started wearing wigs, these big ass wigs. Can That's, I ask you, what, yeah. do, what do you was it eating their skin? Like was it hairs like a psoriasis off. and shit? They was noticeable. Yeah, the hair falls out, falls out. <sighs> a big patchy. That's the only up. reason they did it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was all to be majestic. And, no, it became that. See, uh, it became that, and the bigger the wig, the the more money you had. Like if you had a lot of money, you get a big crazy wig. That's why we call like rich people big wigs. Oh, isn't that crazy? That like look at that. Why do people wear powdered wigs like those guys? And it all came out of these two br two, two brothers, I think they were. Serious. For STD. nearly two centuries, powdered wigs called perukes were all the rage. The cheek chic hair pieces would have become pop wouldn't. Would have be, never become popular, however, if it hadn't been for a venereal disease, a pair of self-conscious kings, and poor hair hygiene. The Peruk story begins, like many others, with syphilis. By 1580, the STD had become one of the worst epidemics to strike Eastern Europe, strike Europe rather, since the Black Plague. And according to William Close, an infinite multitude of syphilis patients clogged London's hospitals and more filtered each day. Without antibiotics, victims faced the full brunt of the disease, open sores, nasty rashes, blindness, dementia, and patchy hair loss. Baldness swept the land. And so um, these dudes, Louis XIV yeah. was only 17 when his mop started thinning, worried about baldness would hurt his reputation. Louis hired 48 wig makers to save his image. Five years later, the King of England, Louis's cousin, Charles II, did the same thing when his hair started to go gray. Both men likely had syphilis. Courtiers, is that how you say that? Courtiers? I would go with that. And other aristocrats immediately copied the two kings. They sported wigs, and the style trickled down to the upper middle class. Your, Europe's newest fad was born. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So, see where it says there? The, 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 the bill for large, elaborate perukes ballooned to as high as 800 shillings. The, the word bigwig was coined to describe snobs who could afford big, poofy perukes. Hmm. So the average was 25, and they're paying upwards of 800. Yeah, look at these dudes. They had, like, crazy wigs. Like, who are those wigs? No shit. All because of an STD. Yeah, they all were bald with fucking sores and shit everywhere. Looks like one on his face. Yeah, yeah. right there. Yeah, what's yeah. that on his face? <laughs> Probably got a hole in his face. Losing his teeth. 
Still, still fucking. Right? Semi was still fucking up, yeah. With a semi, getting a semi hard dick, shooting their poison into people. What an education Ooh. here. Ooh. Imagine life before antibiotics. I can't imagine life before, like, the 80s. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how people did shit. Like, when we were having a baby, I thought about, like, how did people do this in the covered wagon? How about like, just going still there. Do it. Yeah. They still do it in bathtubs, these assholes. And rice fields. I was reading these things about these ladies that'll go out in rice fields and stand and they'll hold and they'll. they'll Drop uh, it into yeah. the water? I don't know if it goes in water, but they just natural and squat and then oh. they'll just have it and have someone there to catch it and stuff. <laughs> like, fuck. I was like, nah. I think in Baltimore, Mercy, it's called Mercy Hospital. They were the first. I'm pretty sure they pioneered the underwater birth. Like you can go get in a tub there, wow. a big tub. And then they say, I, I guess that's the most natural way to have a baby. I guess it makes sense if you're in a placenta and you're just basically transferring into another one before you come out instead of just boom out. But they say it's I don't know how it's natural. I mean, how can it be natural if water's not attached to us? How Either does a way. kid breathe? Well, I think, I don't know, they pull out quick and bring up. Yeah. And it's in like a tank and you sit, she sits in there and then they just deliver it in this big, big water tank. Like, how's a kid breathing when they're in the womb? I don't, I never thought about that. I've literally never thought about that. I know they're attached to the umbilical cord, umbilical cord, they're in there, they're they're all curdled up in a fetal position. (laughs) How are they getting air? Like, what's, is it going through the cord? I, I mean, I think all life comes through the uh, Right, the, the food belly comes button. through the cord. Yeah. So do they not have to breathe while they're still attached to the cord? How does that work? Here it goes. The fetus is not actually breathing in the womb. Boom. It's a fucking monster! <laughs> the mother breathes for the fetus, and essential oxygen is passed to the fetus through the umbilical cord. Yeah. The fetus does not make breathing-like movements, though. These begin at nine weeks of pregnancy and wow. allow the fetus to practice this breathing mo- movement. Fuck, man. That is just, you know what's really weird? You take a baby, you chuck them in the water, they immediately hold their breath. They know exactly what to do. But monkeys don't. Throw a monkey in the water, they fucking panic, they start breathing water, and they die. Really? Chimps, too. Man, I can't, I can't get over the education. <laughs> well, I'll this, be telling everybody wrong. You know, chinchillas, they'll drown in the water, you know. I tried. <laughs> Joe Rogan told me. I did a hundred of them. They all drown. A hundred drowned. This is my study. Uh, it's peer-reviewed. <laughs> Yeah, there's something about people. Like, we know how to hold our breath even when we're babies. If somebody takes a look like that Nirvana picture, yeah. remember? Yeah. That, that baby, that was a real baby swimming. Like, kids love it. As long as you do it to them at an early age and you're there to catch them, oh, this is horrible. Don't watch this. I, don't show me this. I don't want to see this fucking baptism. They're slamming this baby into the water. What what race is that? What, um, uh, I think Greek Orthodox. Yeah, fuck that. That's crazy shit. I wa- somebody said, I think Segura sent me that. I'm like, what yeah, is I'm that? For babies in a pool, and that like just popped yeah. up. <laughs> let's let's end all this baby stuff. All right. That's a horrible thing that they do. They smash that kid into the water and pick him up by their arms and smash him down in the water again. And they do it a bunch of times. And then they cut his dick. Yeah. Your dick don't look pretty, bro. Nope. Cut it up, bro. One day old dick. Cut it up, man. Slice, slice and dice. I was glad I didn't have a boy because I, 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 you, you have, you have two girls. All girls. All girls. Three girls. Three girls. If you had a boy, would you get him no. circumcised? Yeah. No. See, I, I, I was glad I didn't have to Stick make that mutilation. decision. Yes. Stick mutilation. Like my, I am. Yeah, I grew I am up too. Catholic. I am, but I was like, would I do that to no my own way. son? I don't know. No way, dude. Sometimes they lose their dick. Sometimes it gets infected. It happens every year. 
Really? Every, yes, every year. Just a shoddy little circumcision yeah. job. Every year, kids get infections from circumcisions and they lose their dick. Every year, also, kids. This has happened multiple times. Kids have been circumcised by a traditional, you know, what is it, a moil with a rabbi, mm-hmm. and the rabbis had herpes, <clears throat> and they've transferred it because the rabbi has to suck the kid's dick to no. stop the bleeding. Yes, they still do that. Yes. Yes, they still do that, and they still defend it. It's a traditional way of doing it. And you're giving it herpes? People have given the babies herpes, and the the kids have died from it. Jesus. Yeah, they've died from it. Yeah, I didn't know that still was going down. Dude, they suck the baby penis. And there's a fucking video of this one rabbi explaining the necessity of doing this because it's the, the part of the ancient book. It's in the Torah, wherever it is. Robert Baker estimates 229 deaths per year from circumcision in the United States. Bollinger estimates that approximately 119 infant boys die from circumcision related each year in the U.S. 1.3% of all male neonatal deaths from all causes are from circumcision. These are several cases. There are several case reports of death in the medical literature. Yeah, people die. All the time from circumcision. Just understand that, folks. This is an elected, unnecessary surgery that you're doing to a fucking baby, and there's no medical reason to do it. AIDS prevents AIDS. People say stupid shit like that. The fuck it does. The fuck it does. It doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of people that are doing it to justify the fact they've done it forever and try to come up with, well, hygiene. Wash your dick, you dirty bitch. Wash Soap and water. Wash your dick. I watched a guy at the uh, gym one time. It's an old dude. <laughs> Stood underneath, you know, the hand dryers. With his balls? Yeah, he rolled his circumcised dick down Damn. to dry them. Nice. <laughs> I never used that hand dryer again. I was like, there, there's a fucking, Damn. there's a good move, dude. That's a, dude doesn't have any shame <laughs> at all. I don't know if those numbers are accurate that you just read or that we just uh, pulled up. I found another article talking about it, and this is uh, an Australian link to talking about the same information. It says that like my uh, palms sweat. Yeah. Uh, by their, according to the study, that not all deaths that might be circumcision related are officially recorded. Oh god! So there might be more. So they hide it. I guess they Maybe call it something else. Yeah, they say it's an infection yeah. or something like that. I mean, I yeah, man, it's unnecessary. It's yeah. ter- it's barbaric. They're gonna look back on this. 100 years, 500 years from now, and they're going to make fun of it the same way we make fun of powdered wigs. But it's even worse, because you're doing it to babies. Yeah. The babies can't eat, they don't even have anything to say. By the time they're adult, they're like, what happened to my dick exactly? Like, oh, we just thought it was ugly. We had you cut. Cut. Yeah. I mean, I would, you should, I mean, you should be, that's a decision a person should yeah. be able to make. Because I feel like every guy at the age where they were old enough to make that would be like, fuck, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Did you know that they um, some guys are trying to grow their circumci- their foreskin back? <laughs> yeah, this is what they're doing. They're taking the skin that they have, the regular skin around their dick, and they're stretching it out. And there's all these devices. What, like the lip pull and the yeah, ear yeah, yeah. pull shit? Yep, and they're trying exactly. to get it to go back? So they're taking like the base of their, their dick, where it was cut, and they're pulling that skin up <laughs> a little bit every day. <laughs> I watched you do I'm not kidding, man. There's like devices that they have. <laughs> do it again. Dude. 
You pulled your pants up. No, I'll pull before skin out. Just stretch before skin out. Yeah. So they believe by continually well, pull, it, it'll what, reattach and grow? Well, it looks weird. It looks like a turtleneck. It never really looks like, like you know, it's not a single layer of skin at the top. you got a double layer now. Right. It's right. Got a, you got a rolled layer. You do have skin at the top, but it's like, you know, it fucking, it's like a blanket. It's not like a sheet. Right. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I can't it's, get I can't get over people do. I guess people do everything. Why am I shocked? Well, there's there's a whole community of people that are trying to grow their foreskin back that are really angry and they they feel all this pain and and that like uh, emotional pain from the fact they cut their dick cut when they were a little baby and they had no say in it. And apparently, it makes your dick dick less sensitive when you do that. And it, your dick is naturally self lubricating. The head of your dick is, and as soon as they cut the foreskin off, then it dries out. And you know we're used to dry dick. I was like, get that normal. dry dick. I yeah, got plenty of I that, that for you. <laughs> but apparently, regular dicks, if you don't cut them, they're moist. The tip, like you pull that foreskin back, and that tip has got like a layer of mucus on it. Ah, which is why you got to clean it and keep yeah. it all. That yeah. makes sense. Jesus Christ, that was, man. Yeah, it's a weird practice, man, and it's. It doesn't make any sense. The fact that it's still around in this day and age with all that we know and all the risks that we know about where kids actually do get sick and die from it. That's a real thing. It happens every year. Who knows how many people are out there that have fucked up dicks that are just because some asshole ancient tradition that we passed on. Oh, you're just supposed to do it. Yeah. Yeah. My friend did it to his kid. He goes, I don't want my kid to have a weird looking dick. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Like, how often are you gonna be looking? At? How are you gonna? How are you gonna train that kid? Do you do you really think that that's gonna fuck with him that much? Yeah. When he goes to the locker room and other kids gonna stare at his dick. I go what? I I've been in locker rooms, you piece of shit. Nobody cares. Nobody. I, I don't a give bunch a shit. Of, Joey Diaz he calls his dick the Cuban egg roll. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't circumcised. I've seen Diaz's dick at least at least a hundred times. At least a hundred times. And uh, he would pull out his dick for punchlines and jokes. And um. You know, when we're hanging around the parking lot or something like that, he put, I've got pictures of him with his pants down, like carrying somebody on his shoulders, and his pants are down, he doesn't have any underwear on, and you see his dick, he's so crazy. But you know, nobody like was like, I'm not hanging out with you, I can see your foreskin, how come you didn't get cut? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, what kind of kids, you know, what kind of kids are you bringing your kids around? Well, they... They're gonna tease him. We can't. Your kid can't take a little teasing. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. My dick didn't get mutilated by that witch doctor. That's the fucking. Yeah. Game. Exactly. Exactly. Your butchered dick over there. Yeah. This shit's fucking intact right here. What did it feel like when that uh, Moyle was sucking on your dick? <laughs> yeah, that's when the you were thing two that, days old. That's the. That's the thing I didn't know was still going on. Obviously, dude, they circumcise babies still, but I didn't know that. Dude, they defend it. It's I mean, it's an Orthodox Jew tradition. I wonder if Ari got his dick sucked when he was a baby. <laughs> Because Ari was hardcore. They were deep in the game. Yeah. Ari was deep in the game. Ari went to Israel and like lived on a, what is it, a kibbutz or something like that, one of those things? He was in one of those uh, colonies where you're, you know, you're reading the Torah like fucking 10 hours a day. Deep. Yeah, deep he told in the game. me about that. And, you, and it's a funded trip. You pay nothing mm -hmm. to go do that. It's your, um, I said, I, I'm probably saying it, but is it not rite of passage? Or maybe it is. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's uh, something that's paid for. Yeah. If you want to go. And he was telling us how he went there. Yeah, he's a fascinating guy because he went the other way. Like yeah, they, he did. They they got him over there and after like he just experienced it all, he was like, okay, this is all horseshit. Look at the picture. 
those crazy braids. Yeah, he had all that stuff. He had the crazy braids. He went the Kennison route yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Without the head injury. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kennison, all that shit came from, did you know that? That all came from a head injury? Are you serious? Yeah. God man. damn, dude. Kittison's book, um, my brother Bill, or um, my brother Sam, um, his brother Bill wrote a book about him, and he said that Sam was one way, and like a normal kid, like, you know, calm, regular kid, and then he got hit by a car. And when he got hit by a car, he was like, like seriously injured, bad head injury, and then out of that, he was a wild motherfucker. Like oh, it all changed, on. huh? Yeah, that happens to people. Head injuries. I, um... I had a good friend of mine. She passed away when she was 16, and I was talking to the doctor at the time. I'll never forget he said this about the soul. And you know, he was, he, we were just having this conversation. He said, I believe the soul's in the brain. And I said, why? And he goes, well, everyone associates the soul with the chest and the heart and the soul and the heart and the soul. And he said, but I can literally replace anything in your body, and you're still Joe Rogan. But the moment, the moment I even tweak your brain, you can become a different Joe Rogan. He's like, that's why I believe the true soul is in the brain. I was like, mm. that's really fucking interesting. Dude. Because you can't manipulate a brain and still, well, maybe you can, but you start changing even a little thing on a brain and it can be, like you just said, become a wild man from that or the other way. You remember when you were a kid <clears throat> and they had TVs that weren't that good back then and like the TV didn't work good and you'd fucking, yep. you'd smack that bitch and it would work. <laughs> it would work. It would work. It would work. <laughs> That's that's with something with people. Some people you just fucking rattle their cage and they become a different thing and it works better. But it's like a very inexact science. Like people have gotten hit in the head and all of a sudden been able to play music and got really good at math. Yeah, that's amazing. Segura talks about that on his special, the head injury. Oh, comes does he? back with um <clears throat> Oh man, is it Tourette's or something? They an come accent? back different. Yeah, an accent. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. An accent. Sudden yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah, sudden accent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's real, right? That's real. Yeah. yeah. Dude, head injuries. There, it's a weird thing. The the dome is a weird thing, you know. With, with all the weird fucking shit going on up there, and all the different synapses and neurons firing, and one little, you know, rock that somebody throws at you, bonks you in the side of the head. Done. Now you're a different person. Yeah. Forever. Forever. There's so many stories about that too. I've talked to so many doctors and, and neurologists. That are, you know, they study the human brain, and it's one of the most perplexing things. It's like you can get the same two people. One person gets hit the same way, nothing happens, and the other person is a different human being for the rest of their life, and they'll struggle with that injury forever. And it's like real similar, real, real similar impact, real similar circumstances, and you just never know. You never know what's going to do it. That's why these. What's this, What's this chick talking about? British woman wakes up with Chinese accent. Come on. Oh, play this. Play this. I want to hear her. Opened her mouth, and it was not her voice that came out. And the 55th B, sweet and sour chicken, Hong Kong style. It's just been such a horrible thing to go through. <laughs> she was diagnosed with foreign accents. Wait, Wait a minute, on. keep playing this. <laughs> the Inquisitor reports others who have suffered from the same change in voice had severe migraines. Only 61 cases have been identified since 1941. One explanation for the new tongue is that her migraines, which she experiences as many as 10 times or more per month, are leaving her with neurological damage. Wow. The condition usually follows traumatic brain injury or a stroke. Those with FAS also experience loss of vocabulary, you. but call will what? It doesn't have any more of that woman talking. You go back to it. Let me hear it again. <laughs> 
And a 55B sweet and sour chicken Hong Kong style. First it's off. just been such hard a thing to go through. Is that her? That's yeah. her too. Yeah, yeah. Well, how come she doesn't have it there? Let me hear it again. She was Chinese accent. She literally woke up, opened her mouth, and it was not her voice that came out. And a 55B sweet and sour chicken Hong Kong style. And it's just been such a horrible thing to go through. She was dying have been identified. First of all, that's not a Chinese accent. That's a broken English uh, accent. Yeah. With a Chinese, uh, from a Chinese person. And why are they giving her, of all things, a food order to fucking do? <laughs> that's they're mean. She could have said anything in that I Chinese know. accent. They gave her a food order to they're do. They're mean. <laughs> Some beef like, with they, they told that bitch to order Chinese food. Hey, that's exactly what they did. Sweet and sour pork. I don't know if we could understand you in anything else with a Chinese accent. Just so say this. Yeah, I, I mean... How is, that's, that is kind of hilarious. Like, why? Play that. Play this one right here. What's this lady got? She's got a British. This is a Houston mom with a British accent. <coughs> what happened to her? Doesn't say, really. She got hit in the head? Probably. Let the queen's tongue fool you. Well, they always Surgery. were asking me um, how my mom got that accent. Lisa Alamia. Oh, not from England, sorry. Is 100% Texan. People who don't know me, that hey, where are you from? I'm from Rosenberg. Oh, where's, where's that? I'm like, we're here in Rosenberg. Oh, you're from here. How'd you talk like that? So that's when the whole story comes up. Six months ago, jaw surgery to fix an over. Jaw surgery. Changed Lisa's speech, too. I thought she was playing around with me. I thought she was joking with me. But then she showed me that, like, the doctor had told her she was diagnosed with foreign accent syndrome, and she searched it. And then I was like, oh, Lord. Houston hold, Methodist up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Pause right here. Um, here's the problem with that. <clears throat> I can talk like this. It doesn't mean that I talk like this. So if I come back, like say if I got an operation, I wanted to get a root canal, and I came back and I started talking like this. Welcome to the Joe Rogan experience. People are like, what's wrong with you? I I've diagnosed with foreign accent syndrome. They're like, why don't you just talk like you know how to talk? No, because I've been diagnosed. I've been diagnosed with a disease. I have an issue. Please be more sensitive. <laughs> But and do you I'm think calling they can... the news. I'd like to get on the news today, please. Do I can't help it. This is how I talk now. Do you think they still possess the original accent as well? Or yeah. is it just that one now? Maybe that bitch is so dumb that she like, can't you, tap into the other one. She can't go back. <laughs> get it, she that can't southern go back. <laughs> she's, just, she's got one Ta -ta. speed. Just knocked her into second gear. And she's trying to start off the line in second now. All I have is second uh, gear. What is this? <laughs> this woman says she's been described as speaking in Italian, French, and even Japanese. Oh, she's crazy. She likes attention. Let's hear it. Syndrome. Kath joins us now along with Professor Rosemary. Like Australian. Welcome both. Welcome Welcome to see you. So Hello. it's 2006. You were suffering from bad health for a little while. You'd had headaches. Mm -hmm. And then you uh, spoke to your sister on the phone yes. and noticed that your voice was changing. Yeah, I started off with just a lisp. And um, I was a bit concerned, and I, I, with ill health, I tend to get over fatigued. So I thought it was that. Mm. So I went Sounds to bed. Like Dutch. And still there the next morning. Slowly, this lisp was getting a little bit strange. I rang uh, Stockholm Trends. Uh, my neuro was up there. Left at that time, I could speak. I recorded a message. Nobody got back. I thought, okay, nothing to worry. Wednesday morning. It was starting to go like an alien, and by Thursday it had gone completely, and then I lost the, my swallow at the same time. Which, that's terrifying. It Awful. is so scary for my family, they were so terrified for me. But no Hold staff up. stuck me in. Wait a minute, um, why are they scared? Because you're talking weird, or because you can't swallow? Yeah. She said she couldn't swallow? Yeah. She's only spitting out now. <laughs> like, 
I've been diagnosed of inability to swallow. Like, come on. If you love me, you swallow. (laughs) No, I've been diagnosed an inability to swallow. Plus, I have a new accent. All of a sudden, I spoken with an Italian accent and I can't swallow. I'll show you the paperwork. I got a prescription for a cop syrup. I only cough. I never swallow. Like, what in the fuck? But here's the thing, man. Maybe. I mean, look, some people are barely holding on to reality. You're right. Barely. You're right. All they need is one fucking smack. One... (laughs) One smack upside the head, and all of a sudden, oh, uh, sweet, it's all uh, hot, tall, soft, Chinese chicken. Former beauty pageant has foreign accent syndrome. <clears throat> okay. Former beauty queen. Let me hear it, baby. And I'm terrible with accents. Okay. So some people were wondering where I got my accent from. It's a really, really crazy story. Foreign accent syndrome is a rare condition. That only affects crazy people. (laughs) 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 While still speaking their native language. Uh, Let me hear her. This week started off with listening to the special. She's never left the USA. This was her accent. Hold on, hold on. Stop. Back up. Back up. Is that weed? That's weed. That sure is weed. That is good, good fucking eye. weed. Yep. That is a gigantic weed plant behind this bitch. She's high as fuck. She is She's high playing as with fuck. these people. Yep. She's playing with these people. This lady's high. She's barbecued. She got so high she thought she was British. Here, Irish. Yesterday, which is uh, September 17th, 2011. I started having problems with my voice. Oh my god, I've got the and same problem. I started noticing that when I tried to talk and say some things, my tongue felt like it was right. I had someone ask me again about my accent, so I was just making a new video. Um, I had a headache for about three days, got rushed to the emergency room, and this was in May of 2015. And so, so they pretty. put me to sleep, observed me for a little Stop. while. Stop. Pause this. This is nonsense. This is like people think they're a fox. Yeah, you can't. You can't pick you can't stay in the one accent because you don't know yeah. it that's can't right call, no one can call people crazy anymore no one calls people crazy anymore you're not allowed to oh you you are so rude you're insensitive to her condition maybe she's crazy that's right maybe she's fucking crazy but if, if you think you're a fox like fox can you know there's people that are fox can do you know about this <laughs> you don't know oh i, love, I know about furbies i love talking to you ryan <laughs> <laughs> fox kin are people that really believe that they're in the wrong life form, that they should have been born a fox. Specifically foxes. Some of them foxes, some of them they think they're unicorns, they think they're all kinds of shit. So what... <laughs> Look, this oh, is the same just, kind of thing. This. this is where it gets real tricky, because I think there's people that are legitimately transgender. Like, they were born in the wrong yes. body. Legitimately. You agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've met them. Absolutely. I believe it. Yeah. But I think there's also people that are fucking crazy and they just decide that they should have been born a woman or a man or they go back and forth. What do we got here? Other kin. Other kin. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, here we go. They Dragons. think they're demons, angels, elven. <laughs> elven. <laughs> polymorphs. Oh, I'm a polymorph. I've been thinking I'm a polymorph. Thinking about, I'm, I want to be like one of those people in Avatar. I want to be the Navi. I'm Navi kin. <laughs> This is the definition that I gave it. Look, man, people other kin. What is the other kin are people who identify as partially or entirely non-human. A dragon, a lion, a fox, you name it. 
There's probably someone out there who feels like they are more of these things than they are human. The other kin community can be found lurking on Reddit, Tumblr, TV tropes, and other online forums. Mm. Okay. I believe it. This poor people. Look, I think they get fucked up when they're kids. Somebody probably cut their dick when they were a baby. Yep. They're all confused. In instant trauma. I mean, I have mental illness. I have a cousin who is uh, paranoid schizophrenic. Ooh. All right. And my dad would tell me about He's my, I don't know how the fucking second remove shit works. He's my father's first cousin. Okay. okay. Still alive. Dude smoked a carton of cigarettes in three days. Whoa. I mean, we have no idea how he's ever a throat fucking left, but he was really fucking, he was a black belt in karate. He was great at lacrosse. He had Hopkins, Syracuse, big schools looking at him. And then he'll tell you, he started doing drugs and he went fucking the Sid Barrett route. He just went off the fucking deep end and he's permanent disability, diagnosed, uh, paranoid schizophrenic. And, um, you know, he's, we all love him. But and he's fucking hilarious. Like he'll play with it because sometimes he's on his meds, and you can tell you're like, oh, you're dialed in right now. He'll start telling family secrets, and I'm like, don't listen to him. Like, no, 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 no. Right now is when you listen to him. I can see it in your <laughs> eyes. The other times when he's off looking over here, I'm like, oh, you don't know the fuck. <laughs> but we would go. Like he had an apartment, and I would go visit him from time to time, and he had poetry and sayings and stuff written all over the wall. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, well, at night. When I'm um, home alone, the doctors come in through my window. They drop liquid acid in my ears, and they knock me out, and then they start taking samples of my body. And after they leave, the love of my life comes, and I can't communicate with her. So this is how I communicate with her. These are there for when she comes in to speak for me. And I'm like, holy Whoa. shit. Yeah. So his windows are nailed shut to keep the doctors out. I'm like, how's that work? And he's like, it's not working. <laughs> So Man. one day I'm over there and he's watching TV with the volume all the way down and the radio up. And that's how he's watching this program. And I'm telling you, it started to fucking make sense. I was like, I got to get the fuck out. <laughs> I got to get out of here, Gary. Well, I a, am out of here on this. There's a disease that um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. But it, it, it basically is when people are around schizophrenics for too long. They develop schizophrenia themselves. Really? Yeah. There's some people who are sympathetic to it to the point where, God, I want to say, I want to say it's called allophrenia. There's there's a, some sort of a disease that occasionally infects people or or gets people that visit people in the hospital that are schizophrenia. So someone will come, like family member will come visit you, and they will get diagnosed and and they will get admitted themselves. And they'll ha they'll actually yeah develop they get it. they get it I don't know like to what stage but apparently it is an it's a potential issue for some people because like look have you ever been hypnotized no I thought it was horseshit to my friend Vinny Shorman who is a uh, sports hypnotist who works with a lot of fighters he hypnotized me I'm like whoa this is real it just puts you in a very bizarre state do you feel that state. Yes, you're there. You're awake. You're conscious, but, but you're in a strange state. It's you almost feel like, something. Yeah, like you're like, like you're in a, a tube of consciousness or something. Like you're in a womb. It's very, very interesting. But I'm listening to him, and he's a friend. I trust him. He's a great guy. So I wasn't weird about it. So I was like, oh yeah, you could do it. Go ahead. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I was kind of skeptical. I was like, this is horseshit. But I've been to. Have you ever been to one of those hypnotist comedy shows? 
No. My friend Frank Santos, he was a guy who, uh, he's passed away, but he was a big-time comedy hypnotist guy in Boston and in Rhode Island. And he had a show. And he, I saw his show, man. He used to do, like, one night a week at Stitches and one night a week at Nick's Comedy Stop. And, dude, we would go down there on days off just to watch. It was crazy. He would take people out of the audience. Like, who wants to be hypnotized? And he had a weird way of talking. Who wants to be hypnotized? You want to be hypnotized? Come on up. Come on up. He was like a, a, a round, jolly fellow, real friendly, glasses, you know, like totally unassuming. You didn't think he was. And then he would bring these people on stage. And he would just be able to take, sweetie, you're going to go under. You're going you're gonna to fall asleep. You're going to fall asleep. When I snap my fingers, you're going to think you are Sally Fields. And right next to you is Burt Reynolds. You're oh, yeah. Smokey the band. say Smokey the yeah. <laughs> And you would see these people. And they really, they were like, Smokey, we got to get away from the police. Like, they really believed. He had this one guy. He told her. He told, they, would, they would actually speak like that person? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't know what. The, they were out no, of their mind. shit. This one guy, he told the guy, this was the 80s. He told the guy that the guy was having sex with my Madonna. He's like, underneath you is Madonna, and you're squeezing her booties, your booby, her boobies, and she's naked, and you're about to have sex with her. You're gonna have sex. You're having sex with her right now. And the guy had an orgasm no. on the stage. He's he's sitting there on the stage. He's like, ah, oh, and the audience is. I'm talking. People are falling out of their fucking chairs, crying, laughing. You couldn't. But it was real, man. And some people, it wasn't real. Like some people would look at him and he go, hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, look at me, look at me. You're not under. Come on, come off the stage. This guy was like, ah, oh. and the guy would climb off the stage. He would know who was under and who wasn't under. I mean, this guy was a he would work with people who were like, trying to quit smoking right. or trying to quit gambling. I had a friend that did the yeah. smoking thing. Gambling, yeah. booze. They can apparently they can do it with a lot of different things. With but smoking is a big one. But he he just could do it to some people. And I'm telling you, quick. He would do it, and there's fucking 300 people in the room. But he would be like, I'm going to count my fingers from the count of three. You're in the car, and the police are chasing you. One, two, three. What are you doing now? I'm in the car. The cops are chasing me. And it was just instant, man. I mean, it was, it was some people, they just fall into these states of mind, and they're open to suggestions. Some people can be hypnotized. And th this is why some people, I think, join cults. Like, I'm watching this new the Netflix program, Wild Wild Country. Yeah. Fucking crazy. I just crazy. started, yeah. Crazy, <clears throat> but some people I think are more susceptible to suggestion and more susceptible to cults And I think that is that's what's happening. I think that's what's happening with with this alafrenia thing if that's what it's called I'm, I might be remembering that incorrectly But this this thing that being around a schizophrenic person like whatever weird f Error their brain is yeah, making error. Your, your brain tunes into that error and you start going crazy, too As soon as that shit made sense <clears throat> I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here because he's done. Cra he's harm. He's never hurt anyone, but he's still, you know, these days he's what he's probably God, he's probably in his 60s, not in any kind of shape. But back then when he still knew martial arts, oh, uh, he, dangerous, he was dangerous, crazy, man. he was yeah. dangerous, but he never hurt anybody, but he knew how to. And um, so one day there's Eastern Avenue in Baltimore is for lack of a better term, the Ventura Boulevard of Baltimore shops everywhere and everything. And there was this one woman that had cut his hair one time. And for him, <clears throat> excuse me, to touch his head was a big deal for him. This, so he immediately fell in love with this lady. Her name was Carissa. So he went home and got his guitar. And the thing about this guitar, like this dude would pawn his bed, his guitar, everything. But that guitar was always out of tune 
exactly the same way. You understand what I'm saying? Does <laughs> yeah, that make yeah, sense? Yeah, okay, yeah. so always fucked up, but always consistently fucked up. Every guitar he had, that's how he tuned it. That's how he heard it. Oh, wow. So he writes her the <laughs> he writes her a love song, and he wants to go up to her shop and now sing it for her. So he goes up, he stands out in front of the shop, and he's gets her attention he's got his guitar and he's gone it starts off where he, he goes chris i love you in baltimore accents her name's carissa but he says chrissa okay <laughs> chris i love you chris i need you then he goes chris don't die because chris don't cry because i want to die chris don't. and she's freaking out like what the fuck yeah like your eyes so they call oh. the police <laughs> <laughs> he gets arrested oh no but he doesn't understand why he's arrested oh. in his mind what did I do wrong? I just wrote a beautiful song for someone I care about, and I wanted to share it with her. So my cousins, all of us were like, we got to go to court and watch this. This is going to be fantastic. Oh. <laughs> he's got <laughs> to go oh. to court. So they bring oh. him out from the back. Oh, no. And he stands up, and it's a, it's a female judge. And uh, my, his mom, my Aunt Marguerite, she's my great aunt, my grandma, sister, but I extended family big time. And uh, we're all there watching. And the judge says, ask the girl her side of things. She's like, well, this happened. And he's like, she's like, would you like to speak on your behalf? And he's like, I just don't understand what I did wrong. I wrote a song for someone I care about, and I just wanted to share it. And she's like, would you mind sharing some of the lyrics? And we're all like, oh, shit. And he fucking, Chris, I love you. Chris, I need you. Chris, don't cry because I want to die. She goes, okay, okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> and then they're about to let him go. Because they understand I'm going to put a restraining order. He's under supervision, but they're about to let him go. And she goes, oh, wait a second. Oh, there's a, oh, there's still an open charge here on the books. So we're going to have to take you back today. He starts losing his shit. Like, what? My Aunt Marguerite stands up. And to a judge, she goes, hun, we dropped those charges. Everyone calls people hun in Baltimore. She goes, hun, we dropped those charges. That lady said, first of all... <laughs> You don't call me hun. I am a judge. You address me as your honor. We're all like, oh, I am hungry. You got schooled by the judge. <laughs> and they fucking took him back, and he was screaming, going what up. Was the, did they put a, the family put a charge on him? Yeah, he, had, he would do things like he would show up to their place in a cab, demand they pay for it. They didn't. He'd throw a brick through the window. So they had him, <laughs> <laughs> they had him arrested for that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And they oh. really did drop the charges, but it was just a clerical error that never made it to the paperwork. And she's like, I got to do what I got to do. We're taking you back today. And he oh. was, they were pulling him back and he was going nuts. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So that Jesus ended Christ. up that fucking haircut. <sighs> but he would say shit to me. He would swear to me that nurses would give him head in the hospital. <laughs> uh, he would, and then, and part of the time you're like, I don't know. But one that really blew my mind was, um, he had this scab on his stomach. And he was like, they keep coming in and cutting me and testing me. They're taking me to the doctor today, Ryan. I think I got something. I think I got a disease in that that cut. I'm like, what are you going to do? He's like, I got a plan. So I talked to him <laughs> later that day. And I'm like, what did you do about that disease, man? He goes, you know what I did with that scab? I picked it off and threw it away. He thought, <laughs> like the scab with held the, the disease. Yeah, and you could just pick it off and <laughs> flick it away. And be like, that shit's going ages out of here now. Can <laughs> you imagine? Wow. But that's where he gets. And I talk about it, people like it's not funny mental, and it's not mental illness is obviously not funny. But the shit he would do, we would take him. So it would be me and my two brothers, his daughter and two sons on Christmas Eve. We'd go over, we'd take him a plate of food, we'd hang out with them for a little while and shit. And there'd be times where he's like, "You guys got a joint?" We're like, "We shouldn't be smoking." You know, we would. Well, like, this kid's a guy. <laughs> so we give him a joint. Oh no! And he smokes it. And now we're driving back to my aunt's in the city, which is I'm. 
12 minutes away. We get back. What are you all giving him? We he he would rat us out. He's like they, <laughs> <laughs> he's like they, they came over, and gave me that food. Thanks. And by the way, they gave me a big fat joint. So then we would play that. Why are you listen to his crazy ass? Nobody <laughs> gave him like we all had to be on the same team. <laughs> oh, he would he would, he come, he smokes. He would come to my grandmother's house when I lived with her. He'd sit in a chair. And he smokes cigarettes like this. I mean, he doesn't pull it any farther away than three, about three inches from his mouth. And not, just down, done, down, done. And he'll do th- through three packs. My, his mom died of breast cancer. And she would say all the time, I don't know how he even has a fucking throat left. And I'm dying of cancer over here. And he is. He's still alive. <sighs> still alive. Smoking cigarettes like that, too. Still smoking cigarettes like it's that. It's chain. A carton in three days. What is a carton? Tw- I don't even know. 20 packs? That's that roughly seven packs a day. Something like that. <laughs> A day for so for decades for decades. <laughs> That's so crazy! Oh my god, that is so crazy. Now, what for do you decades. remember what he was like before he was schizophrenic? I don't because when I was a kid, he was already gone. And but my dad loved him and would bring him out to the house because he was safe. He was just crazy. He would say shit and he'd be like, "Don't you know? Just don't man. give him a brick." Yeah, don't. That's right. Be nice. Don't give him a fucking brick. <laughs> But my dad would tell me all the time he was a phenomenal athlete. Like I said, great at karate. He had a black belt. He was Did he great get hit in the at lacrosse. No, just he sw- He tried to tell me. So Highland Town is the area where uh, my aunt never. It's, it's the old Greek town in Baltimore. It's not. It's you know Greek is long gone in that neighborhood. But that's where he grew up. And he would try to tell me that Highland Town was the hate Ashbury in Baltimore. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that garbage. But he was doing acid, you know, early eleven. 12 and he'd dabble i think he said that early and then eventually after like into the college years the 20s he really fucking ramped it up and so he, he was told fine me this, before that 100 yeah, you know he that's made a himself common crazy story the yeah. common story is people that have a tendency to schizophrenia or maybe they have a likelihood of developing it later in their life acid trips mushroom trips heavy psychedelics tend to bring out schizophrenia they, they tend to make it manifest. So maybe he was ripe for it mm. because there's there's no other mental illness in the family. It's just really? him. Just it's him. just him. Um, yeah, man. I think especially when you're young, you know, I mean, think about how many people have had horrible, horrible acid trips, just taken way too much and tried to fight it and just been fucked up for days and weeks. And then you still feel slippery. You, like life feels weird even after those trips. I had a DMT trip one time that fucked me up for a couple weeks. Like for a couple weeks afterwards, I'd be driving my car and I'd be thinking, "There's going to be a car. It's going to launch itself off the fucking the 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 oncoming lane and fly right into me." I was thinking, I had this image that was going to be upside down and the 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 car was going to hit the windshield, flying upside yeah, down, flying upside you? down and just slant like, for weeks un- after unavo- this. Yeah, weeks, weeks afterwards. So that's why I'm scared of that shit. It's because. I tried to think about what was possibly happening. I think it dissolved my ego so much, and it made me think so much about how relatively unimportant every single person is in terms of the greater scheme of the universe, that whatever it did to me had broke down all my conceptions of myself, all my preconceived notions of myself so much that my ego was freaking out so it tried to invent danger 
So I would have to be more primal to defend myself and go, look out, look out over there, there's danger. Instead of me going, man, what the fuck is life? What is this? What is, what is the energy that courses through your body? What is the purpose of the human race? Like, what are we moving towards? Why are we so committed to innovation and technology? I had all these crazy thoughts where I was trying to figure out what the purpose of the, the activities of the human race were that it was so bizarrely different than my normal pattern of thought that my mind just started coming up with all sorts of weird paranoid ideas with things. It took me like two weeks before I normalized. And after two weeks, I felt normal. And I didn't do DMT again for years after that. So years. comedians have come on and talked about it. Is it, is it just... I'm obviously asking you because I'm ignorant. Is is DMT, isn't that the chemical your body releases as you die? They think your body releases okay. it as you die, but they don't really know. They know that your body makes it. <clears throat> they know that your liver makes it and your lungs make it. And they think that your pineal gland makes it, which is your third eye. Like And, and reptiles, it actually has a retina and a lens. Really? Yeah. God yeah. The pineal show. gland, it sits in the center of your brain. It literally is your third eye. Like if you look at like a third eye in the Eastern mysticism, that's where the pineal gland is. And now they know that rats, while they're alive, produce DMT in the pineal gland. This is a new study that was done. I think this research was published over the last five or six years. So because of the fact that they know that now, they're assuming that human beings also produce it in the pineal gland, which would, you know, it kind of sort of, verifies what everybody always thought the pineal gland is they took they would call it the seat of the soul that this is where your your journey to the afterlife begins in the pineal gland and that this chemical gateway opens up and your soul you'd be the person to ask so like i've never done acid coke <coughs> i'm weed <clears throat> i've done ecstasy a couple times not for me i've done shrooms a couple times where i enjoyed it but after a while i was like okay get the fuck out of here you know what i mean <laughs> like it's enough it's enough All i right. get it but a friend of mine, this was when I first moved out here, we went and saw Pink Floyd at the Rose Bowl. Mm. And we take a bunch of weed and some drinks, and he's got a couple. This guy and girl are going to meet us there. And she brings shrooms. And I'm just like, I'm cool, I'll pass. But the three of them do the shrooms. And we're in the middle of the concert, and fuck it, the pigs are inflated, and they're bouncing, <laughs> and we're having a great fucking time. And I look to my left over here, and I look back to my right, and he, my friend's gone. He's gone. And I, I hear screams and I, <laughs> and I look down and he's passed out. Okay. He's gone into a seizure. So Rose Bowl is the bleacher stadium seats. So he, what happened was he fell back and his feet got locked up under the bleacher in front of him. So he's bent completely like this. <laughs> and these fucking idiots behind him, I, I shouldn't say fucking idiots. I don't blame them. They got scared. Instead of catching them, they moved out of the way. So his head strikes the bleachers and he starts going into a fucking seizure. And I'm like, I've never seen anybody do this from shrooms. And they're all yelling, is he epileptic? I said, I don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> the girl that gave him to him, she saw it and she just immediately had the I mean she started vomiting in her like $45 concert shirt she just her trip went south immediately and I did not I didn't know what to do and I just fucking punched him <laughs> you punched him? I punched the shit out of him in his face in his face in his face bro right across the jaw and he woke up and he's like what the fuck happened I was like you just passed out and had a seizure he's like how long was I out I was like how long do you think you were out and he's like two minutes I was like it's about 15 seconds dude and he's like holy shit and then he was fine after that but I've Except never for a seen black eye. yeah I don't know if the head striking the bleachers what caused the seizure or but he just had this moment where he just passed out from shrooms I've never seen that before it, it does happen people get knocked out and they seizure 
That does happen. I've seen that before. Their toes lock up. <clears throat> One of the things people get uh, punched and knocked out, their toes lock up. Really? Like their whole body like, yeah. I know about the arms that go up like this. Yeah. That this yeah. shit's dangerous. Mm-hmm. This, their, yeah. their arms extend. Yeah, just extend. It, it happens all the time in fights. I, uh, the weirdest thing, this this is make, make you laugh, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen on weed, you know, smoking weed. So I'm a Oriole fan, I'm a Ravens fan, and, and back in the day, I'd go to Anaheim by myself to see the Orioles and uh, play the Angels. And this, there, nothing was built around there. Then it's a dirt lot. I go buy a, a scalp ticket, a, a single from this dude, and then I'd go across the street to like $4 parking in where like it's a business complex like LADWP they're all in there but the the buildings are in a square and the parking's all in the middle and it's just me and a friend of mine one time he's like hey he's a Cubs fan he's like I know you're gonna go uh to the game today I love baseball you mind if I roll with you I'm like no man let's go do it together so we go out and it's early you know it's a one o'clock game so we're getting out there like 11 and the two of us are sitting in the middle of this empty parking lot of hundreds of spaces. We're smoke. We got sand chairs, smoking joints, drinking a little beer in the parking lot, tailgating before we go into the game. Like 150 yards down this corner, this fucking pickup truck hops the curb, mm-hmm. and I mean, like 100 miles an hour is gunning right at us. You know, again with your friends, it happens so quick. We like rip our chairs. Like the fuck's going on? And it, you know those uh, like those Cadillac commercials the, on the dry lake beds with the mirage and it's humming right at you. That's what this fucking thing looks like. And it's a big ass truck and it pulls up and and it parks like just four spaces to our left. This hundreds of spaces, and we're looking at you like what the fuck? This lady gets out and she's like, "What's up?" <laughs> we're like, "What's up?" And she. Pops the tailgate down. It's all happening so fast. This is obviously her shit because she's just fluid doing everything. She grabs this thing, snaps it open. It's a big-ass wheelchair. We're like, what the fuck is going on? She goes over the passenger door. She opens the door up, and she gets her friend out who doesn't have legs. And we're like, what the fuck is happening right now? She sets her friend in the wheelchair, and she's like, you guys got weed? You got beer? We got fucking Jello shots. Let's do it. We partied our ass off with these ladies. I was so high. I was like, is there something out of nowhere? Out of nowhere, dude. Just decided to party with you. We're pulling in here. You're here. We're here. She doesn't have legs. We're fucking doing this. And we were wow. like, holy shit. They had gel. They were the nicest, coolest. Everyone knew her. You know, she was like rolling through like, what's up, Teresa? You know, doing that. She's like, hey. You know, and she's sticking shit under her blanket. <laughs> I was like, that's the weirdest shit I think I've ever seen when wow. I've been smoking marijuana right there. But once you're, when partying is happening, the, the normal rules of life kind of go out the window. The, the weird shit happens. But I'm a yes and guy. I like the story. Like, I, yeah. didn't, I wasn't going to be like, let's pack our shit up and get the fuck right. out of here. I was like, let's stay here and party with these two. Doesn't seem too dangerous. No. Two ladies. No. One of them's no. got no legs. How, could, how about right. One and they were crazy super driver. Sweet. Well, she was a crazy so that. But what she told me, she's like, you got a Cherokee. I go, how'd you get in down there? She goes, you can hop the curb down there and park back here for free. I did that for two more seasons, all that off that tip of her. Oh, right. So she just it was big she enough. She didn't have to She's, go, right, because she nope. has four-wheel drive. Pop it right over the curb and go. She was the shit, man. Clever lady. Mm-hmm. Clever girl. Yeah, partying. It's not good for you, but it makes some good goddamn memories. I remember it took me, when I first started smoking, I was a late bloomer on weed. I was 21 when I started smoking. I was 30. Yeah, you were late. And I, I, it took me a month. Like I, I was ignorant to the whole idea of just having to learn how to smoke, have to, to take smoke into my lungs. Right. You know, just you don't. I didn't even dawn on me. I would just be like, oh, it's taken in. I won't call for anything. So it took like a month before I got high. And the first time I got high, 
I remember freaking the fuck out. And I was trying to talk myself through it like, it's a plant. You can't overdose unless you smoke your body weight. At least I heard that one time. I don't know if that's true. Even a newborn preemie can't do it. I'm saying this shit to myself. But I kept asking questions out loud like, you guys hear my heart beating? Can you hear that? <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, I'm dying and no one's even taking me to the hospital. It's kind of fucked up, guys. They were like, shut the fuck up. Go downstairs, dude. You're brand new. My stepdad smoked weed and we stole it once when I was in high school. And me and my girlfriend and my friend Josh smoked pot over my girlfriend's house. And we were 16? I think I was 16 and my girlfriend was 15. <clears throat> and we got so high that we would wake up in the kitchen and then wake up in the living room. Like we would miss, we'd Black be missing out? time. We'd be missing spots. Like how did we get here? Like I'll never forget that. Like... <laughs> When you're 16, you don't really get paranoid because you're not worried too much about stuff. You're too stupid. Your brain hasn't fully formed yet. That's right. You know? And I didn't really understand pot. And I have no idea how much we smoked. We just kept smoking it. You know, when you're 16, you don't know to stop. You just keep smoking. And I just remember, like, my whole body was tingling. And we were, like, lying on the couch together. And we, like, couldn't move. We are like, oh, my God, I can't move. Then all of a sudden, we were in the kitchen. Standing in front of the refrigerator, like, how did we get here? All how did you. we get here? <laughs> yeah, we're gone. Uh, we were we were too high. We just didn't know what we had no idea what was happening. That's a, that's the one thing that's cool about getting people high that don't get high is you get to see that overwhelming rush where they don't really know what this is or what to do. Right, like Chris McGuire. <clears throat> I got him high once. You know Chris? No, stand-up comic, funny guy. He produces a bunch of TV shows now. He's one of the. He produces. I think he's the executive producer of that um, Snoop Dogg and uh, the, the show Stewart. with Martha Stewart. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Um, anyway, got him high, and he's like, "I think there's something else in this pot. I think there's something else in it." No, no, no. It's just that's what pot's like today. He's like, "No, no, 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 no. This isn't pot. This isn't pot. This is more than pot." I'm like, no, this is pot. This is what pot is now. Pot is now a different thing. It's like you totally. Go, you go back to some pot from the 1960s. Those hippies, they didn't know what the fuck they were smoking. No. They were smoking bullshit. Yeah. This pot today is scientifically organized. So my uncle, uh, he's in his 80s. <clears throat> he's got stage four cancer. He's he's on his way out, and he's not eating at all. It's a couple weeks now. He hasn't had a bite to eat in like two weeks. And my cousin takes care of him, and he's like, I'm thinking about giving him weed. I'm like, give him weed. Give it to him. He's yeah. fucking 80, a couple years old. He's got stage four. What does it matter at this point? Like heroin. <clears throat> give whatever the fuck he wants yeah. to put him at rest. He's like, I think I'm going to give him weed. I'm like, give, let him smoke some. He used to smoke a pipe. Let him smoke a little bit. So he goes down, and he gives him some weed, and he smokes it. And um, he's like, I'm just going to stay here with you for a few hours. And a few hours go by. He's like, how do you feel? He's like, I don't really feel anything, but I'm tired. I think I'm going to go to bed. And the next day, my cousin goes back to see him with some more weed. And he's like, how was last night? He goes, I didn't feel weird. He goes, but I slept like a baby. And he's like, all right, good. Let's let's try this again. Day two, not eating after almost two weeks, nothing. Smokes weed, and he's sitting with him for a couple hours. He's like, how do you feel? He goes, you know, I think I could eat. And he ate a fucking plate of spaghetti and meatballs, heavy-ass meatballs, boom, on day two from smoking marijuana. Wow. And I was like, keep – because Maryland's way behind. I think they finally just have their first and only – uh, legal dispensary and he's the prime candidate for that shit yeah. you know what I mean I'm like go get him a prescription now and just let him smoke himself on the way out that's one of the saddest things about it being illegal and stigmatized for so long there's so many people with diseases and arthritis inflammation all sorts of problems that have just been just you know just told that they can't 
You know, they, they can't have this one thing that's going to give them relief. Yep. It's not hurting anybody. It's just a plant. I got some CBD cream on my back right now. It fucking oh, works. It's phenomenal. It's a, that stuff's amazing. I can't even get over it. No I'm, side effects. I'm new to the CBD side of it, and I'm just like, man, it really fucking works. Dude, I carry this shit with me everywhere. Oh, right yeah. in the fanny pack. I got this Liberty Lotion. This stuff Can right here. That? Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. I yeah. uh, started using it when I was. I had some tendonitis. That's I've, I've healed it since, but I had some tendonitis on my elbow, and I started using that, and I was like, ooh. How many times a week? Whenever. You can use it whenever. It doesn't hurt. And the next day you feel, or how pretty quick you feel? <clears throat> Real quick, man. I feel this pretty quickly. Yeah. I had a bit of a pulled muscle on the outside of my hip. It was real stiff and it was bothering me. I put some of that shit on before I went to bed. I woke up in the morning. I was like, what did it go away? It was weird. I went to bed with it. It was aching. And I woke up in the morning, nothing. Yeah, it's I just powerful. slathered that stuff all up on there. It just reduces inflammation. I'm going to write that one down. And here's the thing. is one of my sponsors. I'll, here, you can have that one. Thank you. You can have that. And here's the thing. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt sore joints and you know problems with muscles. That stuff's amazing. It just loosens you up, and it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't fuck you up. It doesn't get you high. You feel exactly the same. And some people would take it orally. <clears throat> I take it orally occasionally, but most of the time I just rub it on like any part that's sore. But when you take it orally, like people, they find that it relieves anxiety. Yeah. It helps them relax, and it doesn't fuck you up. Like you can drive. It's not like you're high. You're right. paranoid. It just chills you out a little bit. Just calms you down. I just got a CBD vape pen. I've tried the vape, so I, the vape pens don't work well for me, the marijuana ones. I, I Plant works well for my system. Uh, even edibles don't really. I, I took two stars of death in front of Joey Diaz, didn't do a damn. He goes, it's a shame You're they don't do him. anything to you. This fucking guy, he he's he doesn't get high on it's weird. Jamie Jamie has one of those weird bodies where... He can eat, like, what's the most amount of edibles you've ever eaten? 1,300 milligrams. Jesus. See, that's what, here's what I feel like. I <sighs> feel like I would so have nervous. to figure out <clears throat> what that number is, go past that point, and then dial it back from there, and I don't really want to go past that fucking point. You know, 1,300 is insane. I was trying to test to see what it took to... But when that's when you, you felt it? it? I don't know that I did. I'm sure I did a little bit, obviously. I had to have. Like, I, I did it again. I took 1,000 and played video games, and, like, Five hours in, it was just—it was really tough to play games. I was just like, I didn't care. I didn't want to sit there anymore. So it's hard to keep my attention on it. So it obviously worked at some point, right? But it wasn't freak. I wasn't freaking out or anything like people Man, describe. I can't take more than a hundred. I go into the hundreds and I start getting weirded out. Like I—I I like. I'm a 25 to 50 milligram guy because yeah. it gives me like a little high. Just get a little high and I'm fine. Unless I want to go into the tank, I'll go. I'll take a hundred and go in the tank. But when I get in there, I'm like, just let me lie down. And just let me lie down. And I start thinking, I literally start thinking about things I did when I was 14. Like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Like, hey, man, forgive yourself. You were yeah. 14. Stop beating yourself up, bro. You're 14. <laughs> but I, I literally will think about stupid shit that I did when I was a little kid. It's, it's so, it just, it forces you to examine anything in your life that you might have pushed aside. Yep. Like, you have to come to grips and make restitution and figure out what the fuck you did that for and why did you have those thoughts and why did you behave that way and, you know, how are you different now and how mm -hmm. have you grown past that? That's the thing about marijuana that it's a really highlight. It's a, there's a lot of it, people say it makes you paranoid and it, and it certainly does, but I think a lot of what that is is just making you aware of things you're trying to not think about. It's convenient for you in normal life to not think about those things, but as soon as you get high, marijuana's like, hey, 
there's some shit that's bothering you, and you're not even thinking about it. Hey, come with me. We're going to the back of your head, and I'm going to shine a light on this. Yeah. Look at all this stuff. What are you going to do with that? So dress this, motherfucker. How about you clean this shit up? Yeah. Yeah. Those pens, do you like them? Have you tried them? I have. I'm I'm not a fan. Um, I I occasionally will use a pen, but I I prefer smoking joints. Yep. That's what I like. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I, um, so when... From time to time, I'll clean out my just my place. I believe in just getting cluttered. Opens up so many different avenues to bring other things in. So I instead of just throwing it all away, I make a game out of it. So I go out to the Pasadena Rose Bowl and I just sell my shit. I just sit there in a parking space and a half by myself, and I fucking sell garbage. And my goal every time is to sell everything. Whatever I don't sell, I swing by Goodwill, I donate it, and right. then I'm out of there. How much have you made doing that? Well, av- I would average 350 bucks, which is a solid four or five hour day out there having yeah, fun, just yelling bad. at people, watching yeah. the goofs. Because you see a lot of, you see, it's interesting. It's, it's a weird social experiment because you see the people that are addicts to whatever it is, shoes, belts, leather, whatever. Then you see people who are addicted to the sale. Oh, that's just too good to pass up. I don't need that fucking iron, but it's 50 cents. I'm buying that <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. wow. So you see, you're like, oh, okay, you really like, you want all my leather goods. You know, they'll come yeah. running to you for musical instruments and jeans. Or the, That's the first wave of people. They're sprinting through. You have jeans? You have musical instruments? So I just take shit. My average was 300 bucks. I was, my, uh, my daughter's mother and we were, I was like, I'm just going to sell all our shit. And she's like, you're not going to make a lot of money. I'm like... I'll make at least 350 bucks. It's a fun day. Throw it towards some baby stuff, you know? So I go out and you got to get out there before the sun's up, you know? And, and you've got all kinds of people out there. They're praying to Mecca before the sun comes <laughs> up and shit. You're like, wow, this is a whole universe of different fucking people. Not only the sellers, the buyers. And this is the Rose Bowl? It's the, the Rose Bowl. The, the it's the second lot? Sunday of every month. Yeah. What do they call it? Pasadena Flea Market, and it's at the Rose Bowl. Do you have to have a license? You buy a permit, and basically your park, your space is a parking space and a half. That's all you get. It's narrow, so people are right on top of you. Mm. So I pull the truck in, and then I just set everything up behind it so I can chill on the truck. And I, I just put blankets down. I'm like, $5 blanket! I just start yelling everything, like, got books, got CDs! <laughs> people still buy again? cassettes. When are you doing this again? <laughs> I'm ready to do it now. I, I got want, so I much. Go. Like, yeah, I want to watch. It's so much fucking fun. So I get out in the lane, and I'll also play a game too like a friend of mine he would go once in a while i'm like all right let's pick the fucking item you should never be able to sell but our goal is you got to fucking sell it we had i had a vhs self-prostate exam a vhs cassette and i was like i'm gonna sell this he's like you're definitely not gonna sell that today and i packaged it with a, a little roll away and i was like by the way this is a hilarious father's day prank she's like that's great how much i was like a buck bought it boom but i just get out there and i yell you know because I sold a leather jacket, a nice one, and this guy came sprinting over. Do you have any more leather goods? I'm like, I'm not. A, no, I just had one leather jacket. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm out there like. So my, my whole thing is I set it all up, and I don't bring plant because you can smell that a mile away. So I bring these little, you know, that brought this vape pen. And I'm hitting the fucking thing, and I'm hitting the thing, and I'm all set up now. I got a, a $10 table, a $5 blanket and shit. And whatever doesn't sell by about 11.30 noon, I start, now it's a $2 blanket. Now it's a dollar blanket. Everything's, and I'm, it's a dollar, everything's a dollar. Who are you bullshitting? And they come running over. <laughs> and they'll buy books. I'm like, can I get four of these for a dollar? I'm like, yep. So I'm hitting this vape pen, and I start to feel this weird sensation in my chest, and it spreads to my arms, and it's almost like, 
like I'm almost powerless. I can't, I can't raise my arms. And I see the circle start to close, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm by myself. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Breathe through this shit. And I'm just like, don't pass out. Don't pass. And I've never passed out, but that circle was fucking closing. And I caught myself, and I was able to keep with it. And I was texting, you know, my daughter's mom, like, some shit. You know, it's fucking 6 a.m. She's just dead asleep. Like, if if you don't hear from me in 30 minutes, you know, I'm just texting weird shit. So I sell, I, st- I get back to myself and I start selling shit. And by the end of that day, I fucking sold the table I brought to bring the shit on. I went home with nothing. And I get home and she's like, how'd you do? And I go, not as good as I thought I would. Cause I thought I'd make three fifty. So they start telling me that everybody in the apartment complex had bets against me of what I would make. And I was like, what was the top? They're like 150. I fucking threw $650 on that table. I was like, that's a good motherfucking day out at the Fort Rose Bowl. Wow. P.S. almost died. <laughs> so I tell my friend about that, who he grows marijuana. He smokes from the time he gets up to the time he goes to bed. And I was like, I'm hitting one of these pens this weekend at the thing. He goes, let me tell you how that ends. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I hit one this weekend at a wedding. Same fucking thing. He went into a seizure. They- <laughs> They took him to a hospital from the wedding. <laughs> All these people seizuring. <laughs> seizuring. And I'm like, what? He said for a good 15 minutes when they were like, you're at the hospital. He didn't know what a hospital was. He was like, <laughs> I, he said it took him a minute to come back to himself. And I was so I just recently tried a new one again. I was like, let me just try it like an idiot. But for like a good two weeks, I had that feeling of like I didn't have my strength. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't. Yeah, it was so weird all across this. You think it's all the vape pen? Like, what is in the vape pen? What is in that stuff? Because there's a bunch of oils and stuff right. that they use to make that. There was that. wax. At fr- like, that's what they all tell you. We can't tell you. I, I did Todd Glass's podcast a while ago, and I was like, dude, you've had a heart attack. You shouldn't be smoking those pens. And as I'm telling him that story, his producer's got this look in his eye. I go, I can tell. He's like, dude. When did Todd have a heart attack? So a little while ago, a few years back. I didn't know. Yeah, young. And um, his producer was like, step by step, what you're saying to me happened to me. And Todd Glass took that moment. <laughs> Threw that shit over his shoulder. I was like, dude, get rid of that thing. Yeah, just regular weed's good. That's it. Plant. Stop man. playing around. There's no, you yeah. don't need anything else. Yeah, the people are always giving me stuff, and I was like, look, I just like joints. And sometimes I like blunts. I like blunts. This is the latest thing with tobacco on the it. outside. Yeah. See, I don't like that. I, I, I like it. The. The thing I never liked about the blunts was I really liked the taste of weed. And I f- mm. that old Phillies, like that wrapper, it dominates the flavor. Right. It's like cilantro. You know what I you mean? You don't Gino. taste anything but that. Yeah, G- yeah. Gino I, lo- I love LA Gino. Speedweed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the shit. And that's, that stuff is this stuff. It's got, it's like got some sort of a nice tobacco leaf outside, but powerful weed inside. You just got to be careful of how many hits you take. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, that fucking looks. But it gives you like a little elevated thing, too. Like I, I had Charlie Murphy was always into them. And that's how I first got introduced to Blunts. I was hanging out with Charlie. We did a tour together. And when uh, we would get high together, Charlie was always rolling Blunts. I was like, all right, I'll try it. And I tried it. I was like, wow, this is interesting. I'm like, it's different. It's like, it's different, right? I go, it's, di- <laughs> it's different. It's like it's weed, but yeah. it's also something else, you know? It's got a little extra kick. But yeah. This this pen thing and it's just people are always trying to find new ways to get fucked up. Like there's enough ways they're already established. Yeah, it's the 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 jo- joints are the best. I mean, those do- I was telling you about those doctors uh, when we were talking before the show, and uh, the thing he said about smoking a bowl is just. 
the only thing you have to worry about is the butane you're sucking in from the lighter. True. It's, it's not the, you know, smoking in glass. Don't put it in you like... You taste it. Yeah, you can absolutely... T- I just saw a lighter the other day at a shop that was uh, alcohol. I'd never seen that before, and I don't know if that's... Any, I don't know if that's any better for you or not, but it was an alcohol lighter instead of a mm. butane lighter. I imagine it would be better. But I've used matches before for that very reason, because I could smell... Yeah. Yeah, like that's with cigars. Like you're not supposed to light a cigar with a butane lighter. They stink. Right. And it's, you're supposed to light it. They The real cigar dorks, they'll take a cigar or, or lighter rather, and they'll light a uh, piece of cedar. And then they'll use that piece uh, of cedar to light the, the cigar with. Right. So there's no bullshit. No, no bullshit fumes. They'll take a match, light the cedar, and then take that cedar, light the cigar. Yeah, I'm not a blunt fan, though, but I get it. I've smoked enough of them, but I'm like, I really like the taste. That's why I mm. like joints, because you can taste the weed. Yeah. I, I enjoy the taste of marijuana. Yeah, I do, too, <clears throat> especially the good California weed. Yeah. The stuff we're getting today, it's like, whew. It's, it's nice. It's nice. We live in a good time. We do live in a we're damn in a good, good time. good time for pot. Mm-hmm. I got to wrap this up. It's 3 o'clock. Ryan, you're a good man. I'm glad we finally did this, brother. Yeah, thank you so Let's much. Let's do it man. again. I would love to. Tell people about your podcast, Crab uh, Feast. Yeah, the Crab Feast. Go to crabfeast.com. Subscribe. Every Tuesday we're out. And uh, I'm Ryan Sickler on all social media, ryansickler.com. And where, where can they catch you on tour? Hilarious stand up comedian, uh, too. By right the way. now I'm just in LA. I'm at the Comedy Store, actually, tonight. Hey, I got some Woo. dates. Uh, I'm at. Uh, what time are you at the see. store tonight? I'm 10 30 tonight. I'm there next week in the main room at 8 30. And I'm at the Hollywood on the 14th. And I'm at the Hollywood Improv on the 16th. That's it, folks. Goodbye, everybody. See you fuckers in Chicago.